0: Welcome back to Podcorn in a Movie. It's a podcast where we do uh, different uh, deep dives into film categories, themes, genres, or whatever we feel like doing for the new mini series. And this mini series, we're starting a new one today. We're doing kind of a cleanup month, um, covering some movies that we had spoken about covering before. Um, and due to unforeseen circumstances, we weren't able to cover. And so today we are starting off with the uh sorry what's the year on this boys 2015 Just 2015 george miller instant fan favorite mad max fury road i am your host stephen dillard joined by my co-hosts chase lano david Gio and our returning guest nice. zach
1: poland yes nice. and
0: this was and this was to clarify this was uh so earlier this year uh, for you podcorn listeners uh, we did have a a, a pod, a, a a guest, or not, sorry, a host. The grab bag. Sorry, grab bag host choice. So it was like a, each one of us picked one of our favorite films um, and covered it. Uh, we were supposed to have Zach on that month. We did not. He had some prior engagements. He had I was a job. in the woods. He was in the woods. Uh, but this is the movie that we have long been uh, wanting to cover, um, but Zach did request that we cover George Miller's Babe pig in the city first. But now we have arrived <laughs> at Fury Road. <laughs> this this was as as soon as we started the
2: podcast. Zach was like, I want you guys to cover Fury Road. So it has been,
0: it's been long three time years. coming. Yeah, three it has yeah this time. has been a What's well, uh, my favorite uh, movie? Yeah, this, is Zach's Zach's, this is Zach's 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 all timer right here. But yeah, I'm glad we're covering this.
3: I am too. Um, so I, we, I know we. The reason why it took so long is we 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 had a hard time kind of finding a a, a theme that it would fit in that isn't just you know. Well, yeah, and then we missed our opportunity Max. just because
0: Zach had a you know, and we're proud of him. Zach had a job over the summer, so we weren't able to um, record much with him. He was without internet connection, living like a nomad. Um, but yeah, do we do we want to? I want to go into first experiences with this movie with yeah, you guys go ahead. And, and Zach. I I think Zach should. End us or start us off? What do you boys think? Uh, End,
4: end.
2: end, Usually usually the person that has is the most fond ends. I want to start with
1: Steven then, because you're the most recent person to see this movie.
0: Um yeah. So I uh and I've I put this movie off for a long time and Zach and I have this (laughs) Zach and I have this personal squabble with each other where uh there's a couple of movies you recommended each to each other probably three years ago. Um but neither of us had watched. And I, uh, Speed was my recommendation to Zach. Um, and Zach's recommendation to me was, uh, Mad Max Fury Road, which, um, I told Dave, I said, it's 50% I put it off in spite of Zach, but 50% was also because I hadn't seen any of the other Mad Maxes. And I was like, I don't want to watch this movie without knowing the legacy of Mad Max. And so in the last couple of weeks, I went on a Mad Max tear. I bought the four DVD pack from Walmart for like 10 bucks. It's, it was a steal. Um, deal. Yeah, it was a steal. Um, and they're just DVD quality. There's no special features, but I don't care. Like I was, I, It was uh, at Walmart. Yeah. 10 bucks. Oh. Um, and it was and like, I looked uh, out for that. That's a good, yeah. Yeah. Great, great deal. But anyway, so yeah, I, I, I had the privilege of, uh, of burning through the Mad Max and I actually did it chase that I do it in one night.
3: No, you, I think uh, two, two, You did. it was two, like two days. And, yeah, yeah. So
0: I watched like three, the first night and then watched Fury road. I think like the next day, That's but, um, what happened, yeah. Uh, loved them, loved all of them. Uh, some more than others. Uh, I, I can tell you my rankings right now. I won't tell you how, how I rated them star wise, but it's gotta go for me. It's gotta go Fury road and then road warrior Thunderdome, Mad Max. Um, but I love the lore. Loved all four movies. Uh, I, I Fury Road though. Like I, I, I spoke with the boys before the podcast. I, it's one of those rare movies that was like it's a sequel that's made years after after the legacy of Mad Max has already been established. Like I don't think anybody was expecting a sequel. Maybe Zach can fill us in on whether there was intentions of a sequel to to begin with, but uh, or a fourth one. But yeah, I just thought it was incredible. Uh, I'm a big fan of practical effects, so just like everything in this movie looks believable. Um, I love how much the set design, the world that we live in, and they just took Mad Max and amped it up to 11, and I just, yeah, incredible film. I was very impressed. Chase?
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, So mine, I don't know. I think it was 2015. I didn't see it in theaters, but... And this is this is I, I'm fine with saying it. I pirated this movie, boys. I uh, I fully <laughs> <holy, holy. gasps>
2: fine with saying. Oh God, I, chase, I'm chase, I'm sorry. chase! The FBI and, is coming right know, now.
3: They're they're knocking down my door right as we speak. No, I, yeah, I remember. I I it. I went to like five different sites to even look at it, and I was telling Zach before I was very proud of this viewing because, for some reason, this is like my fourth time watching this movie always either get tired or fall asleep at one specific scene and it's right when they get out of the mud and they're in like the grassland area and they see the crow people i always have to either pause there or i always fall asleep towards there and i don't know what it was kind
2: of a sleepy scene
3: yeah but it's, yeah i yeah, guess a bit. I mystical
2: know. scene not
1: in like, a boring sense but no, you, no no you no no this
3: movie is not boring at all if yeah. anything, it's, it's just you get exhausted.
1: Uh, I was gonna say movie. it's that's the first lull, and it's an hour and a half into the movie, so that's the movie is very exhausting. I would
0: say I yeah. would argue that's the slowest point in the movie, Chase. So I don't blame you, but that, no, yeah, yeah that, in a very in a very rapid paced movie.
3: Well, very high it, octane. Because you did mention, I also have seen only Road Warrior. And Thunderdome, and I watched those years after I watched Fury Road. So, like, I don't know. It's I, I, I you
0: watched them with me though. You rewatched them, so you, no, you I, I definitely rewatched them.
3: The only one I haven't seen is Mad Max the original one,
0: which I would. I, I mean, and Dave, uh, I don't know how recent Zach's watched it, but I did have a conversation with Dave, and and Mad Max the original feels so foreign from the other three installations like it just yeah it's like like mad max training wheels kind of yeah and it's like it's not that it's a bad movie because i still enjoy that one but it is so far from like what mad max becomes it's yeah an origin story for sure it's almost
2: like george biller was slowly building up to fury road by slicing away everything he didn't like about the previous movies is how i I feel definitely tell that
3: yeah because i would
0: argue the original is the worst one And that's not to, that's not an insult. That's That's a a fair. It's not an insult. I I would argue the original is the worst one. I I think you'd be
2: hard-pressed to find people that would disagree with that, to be honest. Well, the first
4: one
1: wasn't even supposed to be an apocalypse movie. Miller didn't have enough money to make the movie. It was supposed to be a movie about ambulances, if I remember correctly, like kind of like Nightcrawler. Right, right. And he didn't have the money to make that, and they had all these cars. Because George Miller's actually a doctor. And then he just started making movies and now he's a psychopath, but there was something along the lines of, he was supposed to make this like ambulance chasing movie. They didn't have the money, but there was like abandoned places they could film at. It's like, let's just make it an apocalypse movie about cars and it'll be pretty fun. And there's a cop and it just kind of spiraled into this.
0: But, um, Dave, yeah, you want to get into your fir- first,
2: first yeah. viewing Dave? Um, So I saw this in theaters when it came out and I enjoyed it, but I was uh, like for the next several months, kind of annoyed by it's like amazing reputation. I was like, it wasn't that good. And honestly, like, I don't know. I found it kind of exhausting. I found it like almost plotless, but it's almost weird that everything I disliked about the movie is everything I like about the movie now. Mm, Like, mm. It's it's nonstop. It cares little about like setting things up. It's just like let's go, like uh, and it. I don't know. It's visually amazing, and it, it took me a while to revisit it. It was all Zach. It was the, so I saw. Yeah, it, it was
0: yeah. Zach's a very very yeah. high advocate for this movie.
2: I saw it in in twenty fifteen, and then didn't watch it again until. Some at some point in full sale, I think I watched it twice because I watched it when I was doing my personal George Miller run. Um, and then I watched it again. It was like, Have you completed guess, his filmography? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, what's your favorite? The Mad Max for sure. Yeah, Fury Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Mad Max and Mad Max or uh Road Warrior are my. Top two of his Road Warrior is really good. I don't know where I really enjoy enjoy slipped in 3,000 years of longing, but uh, (coughs) what about being taken a city? I I think that's, (laughs) I think I that must be above 3,000 years of longing because I it might be like the top top five is babe for for george Miller. i don't know i could look at his list but um but no it was one of those movies that i in a similar sense to steve uh was almost like stubborn about with zach i was like yeah whatever
4: yeah and
2: its popularity has been there from the start but it really is like a worshipped movie now um and i totally get it and even that stuff i was just like whatever who cares about bad backs and it's seriously an undeniable classic like absolutely uh, just watching it this time was you know up there with all of my viewings and it's just like i was like clocking certain things too like there's from the movie starting which is just like very brief him being like is you know like voiceover whatever and then like getting captured to like them leaving and everything like to, uh, go to the, uh, where are they trying to go with the first place?
1: Oh, to the gas town, gas
2: town, um, to, to like when she takes over and, and he like gets freed or basically when the car that he is in with, uh, Nicholas Holt's character, who is that? Yeah, crashes. Love ducks. And and then like you have like that red flare and then it fades to black. That's just 30 minutes of almost nonstop action. And then it picks up and it's still action. Like, you know, it really I don't know. The movie is is it grabs you and doesn't let go. It really doesn't.
0: Yeah.
1: But uh Zach, Zacharias. Yeah. So I mean, I like I wasn't the biggest Mad Max fan growing up. I'd seen all of them on TV. Or at least Road Warrior and Thunderdome. And okay. like when Fury Road came out, I was just kind of like, Oh, this looks like fun. And we uh so me and my buddy went, and we brought his younger brothers who were like 16 and couldn't get into the movie. But it just happened that like my friend who was 21 was walking into the movie theater when we got there. So she bought them tickets. So it was it was nice that we were able to bring them in to see it. But I just remember watching it and I like lost my mind because I'm obsessed with lore when it comes to stuff. I love yeah. good backstory that isn't shoved in my face of like, we're going to tell you what's happening. I just like visually like, Oh, I can tell that like they worship engines. There's yeah. like all this weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I just became obsessed. I think I saw this movie six times in theaters. I bought it the day it came out on DVD Holy and within, shit. within a week I saw it another like five or six times. Cause I watched it with my dad twice, my mom, my aunt and my friends.
3: When
0: did you declare it in your mind? This is my favorite movie.
1: Probably when it came out on DVD and I like was like, cause I was like, I really liked this movie, but like now that I have it at home, I can just watch it again and I'll probably just like it. And as I kept watching it, as each time I watched it, there was more things I enjoyed about mm-hmm. it, more things I noticed, more lines I appreciated. I was like, no, I think this is perfect. I think this is the best movie I've ever seen. And Do I not still love it.
0: Ad- <laughs> sorry. Dude, I love one of my favorite. Uh, sorry. I can't help myself, Zach. One of my favorite lines Do not grow addicted to
4: water.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, dude. My, my favorite line is when Rictus says Rictus oh, while he's ripping man. an engine out of a car. He's just, he's just shouting his own name. Uh, I thought he was say witness. I always no, thought, thought he was too. No, to he honest. goes,
0: Rictus. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> And uh Zach, from knowing you, um it's funny to me because um I know I know how much you love lore, but uh for me, like your your biggest uh or obsession obsession with lore seemed to be like mystical or magical. And it's so it's odd that uh this is your favorite type of lore. Cause I, I've seen I know you love like Battlestar Galactic uh, and you love uh you know Warhammer. Um and so for like something that's like steampunk. You know, that's, that's, that's cool. It's I, interesting.
4: Well,
0: I think Zach like
2: said it perfectly in the sense that like this movie doesn't necessarily hold your hand to tell you it's lore. It just has so much implied lore, which is what's right. cool about it. Like they yes. don't stop to tell you like, it's like re- they briefly tell you some things about some things. like a Morton Joe and how things work, but it's just so like, you're just thrown into this world and it's, and it's, like,
0: it's it's relying upon it, all yeah, that shit. It's relying upon And I like it when I like when movies do this Especially if you're going to make a sequel That's like 30 years later um, Is you're You're trusting your audience To know what they're getting into, I'm going to see a Mad Max movie. Yeah. I'm I'm expecting George Miller is saying, I expect you guys to know a little bit about Mad Max if you're going to see Mad Max Fury Road. And it's, uh, but I I mean, this doesn't even use any outside outside of of the
1: first five seconds. There's really,
2: there's nothing. Yeah. You're right. There's imagery. And I think
0: think it's that's just like he's, he's, George Miller is relying upon the initial hook of that we know this character. And yeah. then, you know, like he takes it, he takes us on a wild In ride. In the
2: world, this is like yeah, post-apocalyptic, a lot of cars, a lot of
1: dirt. People are but, hungry.
0: Also, can we talk about the color palette? Yeah.
1: Oh I mean, my God, it's cool. I mean, it's, it's orange graphics. and blue. It's every action yeah, movie he, ever, but it's done perfectly.
0: No, I mean. I, I would say Zach, it's I, not
2: every action It's movie not, yet. yeah. Like, like, this particular, like from scene to scene too, like, and also just things that they did in shooting it like all Dune, the like, scenes were shot by the way, and in complete daylight D- so like i don't know everything looks like unreal almost yeah. or like i don't know surreal
0: surreal it, but you're very you're, surreal. you're you're dropped into this world and i think that like the rules are established Pretty early on in this movie, because like right after, like you said, Dave, like right after his little dialogue bit, where he's like, "I was a road warrior, I was a cop, I was, uh, I, I lived another life, whatever he, whatever he says." So Um, I was once um, Mel Gibson. I was uh, (laughs) trouble. Back when I was hanging out with (laughs) Tina Turner, Um, (laughs) um, but he does drop a little bit. But I think like right away we're given that like remember when the, is it the war boys that come around the, the corner of that of the of the valley and then we have that big crash yeah uh, that rollover scene so like i feel like the rules are established pretty quickly like right after that little bit of dialogue you're like oh we're li- we're living in like a hyper realistic f- future like uh dystopian violent hyper violent um
3: well, it's filled I, I can't speak enough about too.
0: it. Yeah, Perfect. I was going to say that I, I just feel like the rules are established pretty quickly and so like anything that happens from cuz we're we're like I mean, it's like you're driving down the highway and you get into a a, a ten car pileup. Like this movie puts you in the chaos pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, yes. And establishes the rules that like this movie's going to be batshit bonkers crazy like over the top, but the way it's shot is just I, I'm. I, I appreciate it because, like, the, like, you can tell it's like it's it's dealt with with care. Like the cinematographies, like the shots, the the transitions, like it's it's handled with care. It's not just like an action modge podge because, like, I've seen you know movies that go over the top, um, and it's not done cleanly like this movie is. Well, I mean, Chase, you were in this class
1: with me. A professor of ours pointed out, and I have, like, each time I've watched it now, I've made it a point to, like, think about this. Almost the entire movie is centered. Like, everything happens centered. Your eyes don't have to work very much while you're watching it because everything is happening directly in front of you, which is really crazy considering how much happens in this movie. Well,
0: well, that was... And I hate to say this, but like, like Dave has said this before that, like uh Dave, you could probably say it better than I can, that Christopher Nolan makes smart movies for dumb people. Is that the, is that how it goes? Is that how the saying oh, Yeah, I, I mean, again, I feel like you always bring this up.
2: I didn't coin that phrase at all. I, I know you didn't, but the way that, you yes. say it is uh, like, you yeah. say it
0: in a way. Um, that. But yes. Yeah, so yeah. It's something along those lines. But I feel like uh Zach to, to uh, rebound off what you just said I feel like uh, the center frame thing is like um, I don't know if I feel like there's a little bit of guilt when I watch this movie I'm like oh, I'm mean, just enjoying it because it's just like there's so much action and it's just so simple well, like, that's like, what, you know, I think that's Dave what you said it's plotless like but I, I like I love and that and that's though. not totally fair it's not plotless
2: but it's very one beat you know it's, it's this is the story we're going with this you know yeah. there's very little I mean, I,
3: I can tell you right now, before we started recording, I watched one more, like, recap video. It was four minutes. They summed up the entire movie in four well, minutes, which, I mean... I was
2: a little worried, and uh, in, in quickly... Uh... These worries quickly went away. But um I was after I finished it, I was like, God, that's a good movie. I was like, now how do you talk about it? It's hard. Because it's it's not like you can go scene by scene like this plot beat, this plot beat. Like a lot of cool shit is happening, the whole movie. And we can we're definitely gonna go through more yeah, of course yeah. different scenes, but um, but I wanted to bring up on the note uh of um the center frame thing was that George Miller, uh they he got a cinematographer, John Seal, who was in retirement, um, to come out of retirement for this movie.
4: I'm not Love super that.
2: familiar with this filmography. Uh I mean I am, I guess, but I'm like, why Mad Max? like what what about Mad Max makes you think like he did the Talented Mr. Ripley or like right? Um, so
0: like what makes English you
2: take that jump? Or, yeah, take yeah. that jump to like oh, and a like bring someone out of retirement too. Um, but uh, Cold Mountain, I guess, is kind of an epic. But um, he specifically told him, "I want everything he knew in his head," because he had come up with the storyboards for this movie, like way like in the early oh, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah he said yeah. he knew in his head the exact cuts that he wanted to make and how many cuts there would be which this movie has like a ridiculous like i don't know if it's a record or like it's like a i think like 25 cuts per minute or something like that um which seems crazy like that's definitely on average because there's definitely beautiful long shots in this not there, long is, long there is, there
1: is, but some of them like every second.
2: Since he knew how much he was going to be cutting, he wanted every like action beat to be center frame so that you would never totally be lost, which I think mm-hmm. he does successfully. Like,
0: uh, I don't know, this movie's this does this movie does feel like we're traveling along a, a, a long, narrow road that is easy to keep up with, yeah. Um, yes, and it's it's a continu uh, it's Fury Road, oh, whatever, but yeah.
2: I, and I that, that was also his just original conception for the movie was, and that's what kind of what I was saying earlier. Of like, I feel like he took from Mad Max on and just cut everything he didn't want to tell out of it. Was like he's just like I just like cars chasing like in a yeah, long and- road, and that's this movie is he's like, what if bad backs but it's just one long car chase like that's what he wanted it to be and, and it's like also that's what it i don't is. Didn't like, want
1: that originally like the original idea for fury row when he wanted to make it in the 90s was like i think nux would have like there would have been like a actual kiss scene. They would have focused on like that relationship building like, and like Furious Simmons Max and everything would have been a thing. Oh yeah.
0: I did not. But, I did
2: read that. Cause yeah, I, no. I, cause I read he came up with this in the late eighties and the conception was one long car chase. And I,
0: and I also just loved it, um Cause James Gunn said this about guardians three, that he has had guardians three written for six years. And I just love when um you see a director's shelved project come back to life and that's what this is is like this is a shelf project that came back to life and i think um, it's amazing that it did too yeah yeah yeah, it's incredible it's
1: it's good it took as long as it did because each time he tried to make it and there was like five times he tried to make it he cut more out of the movie until in 20 like 2013 when they filmed it it was just like well we know exactly what it's going to be because we have trimmed the fat off this thing yeah it's the maximum it's something
0: about george's but like uh, george lucas did the same thing where he had like this grand idea of like i want to make these other star wars movies later when the technology is better suited and it's almost like george miller whether he did it intentionally or not was like i want to hold out to make this movie when i can make this movie the right way and it's like 2015 was just I'm glad it took that long yeah, because it it, all this movie looks Yeah, this movie looks amazing. I it's crazy this movie was
2: completed like principal photography like the before reshoots it wrapped in 2012, which is just nuts to think about. And then they did basically the beginning sequences and the end sequences um in reshoots, but that was still 2013, but his wife that edited this film. Apparently, it took three months to watch all of the footage from it. So, like, Jesus Christ,
3: doesn't surprise me.
2: Yeah, so I think it was like mostly editing is what took the following two to three years. Yeah, Bruce, I did. Dave, what um... I did
3: see, they they had like a record of like I think it's two thousand different visual effect shots alone. It's nuts. Well, it's
0: I was gonna say it's like it's just super impressive, and I mean the four of us. I think I have a pretty firm grasp on this, just from going through film school. But to to get the continuity right in in that much footage is just like I can't imagine the headache of editing this film. Well, it, just it make might sure, have like, not been as bad. This next,
3: if I, if you I, really uh, had the shots, if you had the storyboards all planned out and everything. But twenty five be-
0: cuts a minute, like yeah. that's, I mean, but that's just that's a lot, Chase. I you mean, know, and it's, it's like, like c- continuity to be like, okay, we're changing from this angle to this angle. Let's make sure all the cars are still in place the same the same way. Like, let's make sure Charlie Stirens still got her hand on the steering wheel. Like, <laughs> that is just a lot man. of like, like for that much cuts and that much edit. I mean, it's just impressive. Well, I applaud I mean,
2: him. It, This is this is still two thousand twelve. Tom Hardy, he's not as you know, as famous as he is now, but he still did a ton of shit. Apparently he's like had a shitty time on this entire. I did And so did Charlie Theron because they basically were like, I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> what is happening? So it's like, even the people on set couldn't tell what yeah. was happening. Like, right. It's so it's pretty incredible. Like,
0: like again, like it is just like the miracle of filmmaking. Like this is a, uh, it, it I was just like, do you even know how to drive? <sighs> <laughs> I know a lot of it's, it was like, he'd
1: just be like, okay, you got to run at the camera. And they're like, why? And he's like, <laughs> well, I, well, know what's this, ha- I know what's
0: happening. Reminds me of this story that I, I just recently heard because I watched uh, Brendan Fraser's GQ interview and it even has the whale. So it's a very recent interview, but he talks about the mummy and Somers just being like, uh, and Dave's brought this up in, podcast pass, but like Somers being just like just be overreactive just scream and act like really crazy and Brandon Fraser being like I have no idea what's around me like how <laughs> do I react to this and it ended up being a masterpiece but like I imagine it was the same struggle that Tom Hardy and Charlie Saron are going through of just like um, okay you want me to react to this but like I have no idea the, the scope of what I'm actually reacting to which I'm and it's, it was incredible how it turned out. Like George Miller is yeah. a freaking mad, mad genius. After premiered Tom Hardy,
2: like just was totally apologetic to George. Miller. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah, And that's what I read, David. And it's because like, you see the final product and you're like, like you feel like Jeff Goldblum in the Jeep in Jurassic Park and like you crazy son of a bitch, you did it. You crazy son of a bitch, George Miller. You did it. Like it's, yeah. I mean, uh, I love it. I love it. It's just, Uh, also incredible performances and just knowing what you guys just told me, which I didn't know. I mean, I knew that Tom Hardy had a trouble on set, but I didn't know that part of it was like, we don't know what's going on. And so for George Miller to be able to tie those performances in, like he did his job as a director, that's what you're supposed to do. Have your actors act appropriately to what's going on around them, regardless of what's going on around them. And I, my thing about
2: like having seen all of George Miller's stuff is that Mad Max is, I know we talk about this on the Babe, like jokingly on the Babe Pig of the City episode, but I honestly like feel like you could go back and watch the Mad Max movies and be like, yeah, they're technically really proficient and they have great action and everything, but is this guy like that? Like such a master of the craft that like if I don't understand what's happening on set then I'm gonna this is gonna translate at all. Like and I feel like this movie as like in maybe I'm just speaking as like a late ladder, like a bandwagon fan of George Miller, but I'm like, I think this movie elevated him.
4: Oh, to a status, status that wise, yeah. we
2: now look back on his other movies. I I, I think people always appreciate the Mad Max movies, but like I know this I, movie just solidified him. Like I, you know, I agree, like, Dave.
0: I think that it is one of those retrospect, like you're like, Hey, uh, we just watched Fury Road, which I'm sure inclined a lot of people to rewatch the old ones. And then I'm sure yeah. a lot of film junkies were probably like, Oh shit. Did we, uh, did we overlook this guy? Did we not realize that, like, he was innovative this entire time? And then, yeah. And it's also like his last, like, adult
2: drama movie was Lorenzo's Oil, which is like a movie about, like, Nick Nolte and Susan Sarandon trying to find a cure for their son's disease. Like, and before that was like, Nineteen eighty. This was nineteen ninety two. So, like in nineteen ninety two, this is the last like adult driven movie that he's made. Like since then, wrote Babe, did Babe Pig in the City, Happy Feet, Happy Feet Two. And Tom Hardy's just like, and what are you telling me to do right now, George Miller? You did Happy Feet, did you? Like oh. he's just, I don't know. Like,
0: um, and I wanna, I wanna point out something with, uh, I'm sure Zach knows this, but like. Uh, if you watch this movie multiples, I've seen it twice now. Um, but if you've like, uh, Tom Hardy's mask is the, uh, is the end of like a rake. Um yeah. It's just a, it's just a rake attachment and then is you have really? like yeah it really is that's all it is it's just a rake <laughs> attachment and then um it's like the head of a rake. Yeah. Uh, and, then a like, yeah a, yes. a and then you have like yeah yes a spade or not a spade a, yeah. Uh, and then you have what's the small rake the three Is that thing, a hoe? Yeah.
2: No. Yeah and then you have no, a hoe on. is is a you also have piece. like is Yomaba.
0: You have also have Furiosa's like pedal is one of those uh instruments you use to measure somebody's foot at a yeah. shoe shop. And it's just like I don't know why I'm so obsessed with like, oh, this is a futuristic movie, but they're using like uh
3: real random
0: shit. <laughs> yeah, like just that. like random, random old relics. Well, uh
1: everything's fucked up. Even like every- when you get to like the dirt bikers, like they have like nineteen thirties greaser guns, the ones that you could yeah, make right. like five dollars that are just like I put pipes together and it makes a bullet come out.
0: Well did you did you notice uh uh Zach that the, the w- that, that that the yes that the that uh, they the war boys together. When the War Boys put their hands together, what does that look like to uh, anybody that's mechanically inclined? It looks like a V8 so, so it was engine. It's
2: also V, and you're making eight. Yes, fingers eight big. fingers.
1: So that um, like mural of the engines was like I remember the first time I saw it. That was the moment I was like, this is fucking awesome. Just because I saw them do the V8 motion and they're praying to like 70 welded together engine blocks.
0: Well was, Zach, can you tell me what is what does vegetable juice have to do with any of this? Uh-huh. I don't V8, uh-huh. I don't know It's it. really,
1: uh-huh. really important in the future.
3: It's you'll you'll, you'll
0: see. Uh, splash. I like uh at the beginning, what's the um what's the studio that produces this movie? Because their logo looks iron and like a V eight. Uh like a, like a V eight engine. Uh, and I well, forget that
2: one of the studios would be uh Miller Kennedy, I think. I'm trying to think of is that the George, one that looks George like Miller's company, which one would the... make sense if it's a like an engine, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: the logo looks like an engine, but I just I like the um the the touches of the opening credits because it looks so like 80s 90s title intro with the the Mad Max and the Iron and like Fury Road and Fire or whatever. It just is uh,
1: well, that doesn't even show up until after the initial sequence. Yes, yeah. like, yeah.
0: yes, but and they uh, put the I just...
1: weird thing on his face the, like, latex stretch yeah.
0: out. Oh, like, yeah. The, like, yeah. The, like, forms to his face. I, I love yeah.
1: this. All the weird shit like that. Yeah. I mean, movie. also, like, I think another part of the movie, like, not just part of the movie, but just, like, something that is introduced super early that tells you a lot about the world is, like, as soon as he's captured, we see him getting tattooed with, like, his oh, stats. Oh,
0: yes. His stats. Yeah, he's literally, like, biological stats. And, like and to uh, me, like,
1: when I watch it, I'm like, Oh, this tells me that this society are slavers. Like they capture people, decipher what they what they can do for them, and then use them for that. And because yeah, Max like, had non-radiated typo blood, they're like, oh, this guy's a fucking blood, blood bag.
0: Yes, yeah. And then they even had that like uh if you notice the weird line, one of them was like uh genitalia intact mm-hmm. or something, and it's like Jesus Christ, is there is there some is there something about this new this this apocalyptic world where like people's genitalia isn't like completely intact and I mean, that his yeah, just being of every, of yeah, there's is just, like so when it's in yeah me. and I just that was one stat that was tattooed on him that was like oh my God like this is a thing but uh yeah Zach like Zach I watched this video uh Zach that was saying that that so much of this movie is told that so much of this story is told without dialogue yeah. you have you have your uh, your villain, and what's his name? I'm sorry, Morton like Joe. And Morton Joe walks into that uh, that like temple, and you have no babies will be born warlords, mm-hmm. and it's like there is no, in in those uh, in those moments. There's also other moments like we had just um, spoken about, where, where it's like the the silence is almost deafening, but what is being showed on screen is telling the story without there having to be verbal or like. Uh, narration which i i hate spoonfeld narration anyway. exactly so i like that this movie is just again just trusting its audience like uh mm-hmm. we're gonna speak to you through visual storytelling um and there's there's a lot of that like there's there's not a a whole lot of dialogue uh not in the movie but in certain parts like you're just told the story through visuals even directly
1: before that scene it's shown that like um when Morten Joe walks away, the like his tiny son, who's in the chair, tells Rictus to go check on him, and you see that Rictus has the oxygen tube. And at that mm, moment, you're told, mm. like, oh, they're brothers, and Joe does not have a suitable heir. Because Rictus is stupid, and mm, yeah. the other one can't be a warlord right. by Joe's standards. So like, Immort- in that moment, you know that, like, oh, I guess like he's still looking for a child, and he passes all the milkers which is always weird to me out. All the ladies attached to the, the titty pumps. The yeah. Milk. And, and Rick, this is just chugging away at some mama's milk. Like, mm. or mother's milk. Well, mm. uh,
0: also, I, I didn't realize this until I watched the video, but that, uh, Morton Joe actually borrows his look from the, the war. Is it, are they called the war children from, um, Thunderdome? There are white painted, uh, people in thunderdome who are called like i think they're called i don't want to uh, we can look this up in a minute but i think like the war children or something or children of the war but uh a morton joe kind of borrows that you know how they're they're sprinkling powder on his wounds on yeah. his head yeah. because like, yeah. he has his wounds and then they put that armor on him to cover those wounds and then his mask is like a uh what is that a like horse teeth yeah it's, but it's like disgusting it's it's exaggerated. Like yeah, like you he needs some kind of ventilation, but he doesn't need it to look you like that. You want to look intimidating. But it's intimidating. Yeah. But uh I I do like that there um there's there is if you and I watched them in Succession, this is why I know, but there is a lot of nods to the first 3 movies and one of them is that they uh that Immortan Joe does look very similar at least he borrowed his look from a previous tribe of the Mad Max trilogy. Um but also you have those those scopes that uh they're looking through. Uh m- same scopes that Mad Max is looking through in uh Mad Max um Beyond Thunderdome. Uh I also appreciate that Tom Hardy has the knee brace on uh when he's uh when he's trying to escape through when they're in the Greenland
3: is yeah, that, and that, thats from the that first, Is that from the first well, movie? He well, he gets shot in the leg in
0: the first movie, so the well, first movie, yeah, he Road Warrior. Brace
2: he has the leg brace, yeah. right?
3: Right,
0: yeah. right. And so, this—I is
3: don't what... think he
2: has it in Thunderdome, though. I don't right. think he
3: does either. That's why. Also, I so so I we, tell you. we were I talking
2: felt... about this before the episode, but I did want to say that we I, George Miller is basically. When this movie was like in the press and everything was like, "This is a reboot," he said that, and then later he's like, "Well, it's sort of a continuation." So it's just like you know, I don't know what. Right, this saying. is what it's I want to, to talk you. about.
0: No, yeah, and it's yeah. Like, I, I like I, I to ask... think it's
2: a reboot. I don't. I. I you know, I, I think okay. the, okay. It's, that's the Mel Gibson's are standalone in my head. Um, All right,
0: so so Dave, this is this is the only issue, and you know, like. Spoiler warnings. I, I I said to this to Zach, this is this is probably the coolest movie I've ever seen in my lo- my life. Like I don't I don't know if there's like a <laughs> cooler like movie. Not saying it's the greatest or anything like that, but like to be like, what movie is so cool, Steven You would say it was the coolest. Mad Max Fury Road is so freaking cool. It is. Cool. But um, you were just talking about what? I'm sorry, Dave. I don't know what would be the what? coolest. That's a good. No, well, all right, all
2: right. I know, Uh, but now I'm just trying to think of what, what, that's a good answer, Mad Max Fury Road.
1: Okay, so this is my problem, is
0: like, I told Zach this before, this is what I, I, sorry, I just remember what I was going to say. I asked Zach this before the podcast, and I'm glad Dave brought up his perspective. My perspective of this movie is that it is a sequel to Thunderdome. The problem with that is, now he does address, he says in the beginning of the movie, like, you know, I was a cop. I was a road warrior. And he says something else that alludes to Thunderdome. And uh, and even in, like, later on we'll talk about it, but one of the war boys, like the guitar player, is using those straps, which if you remember from Thunderdome... Mel Gibson is also fighting the other guy in the cage using those strange, strange like uh yeah, or like elastic straps. Yeah, but it's like if you so made, yeah, if you
2: made a reboot to any movie, I know you're going to use gonna the stuff stuff But this is that. the yeah, this
0: is the this is the thing though that Dave that I have struggled with is that in the beginning of the movie he says I'm a I was a cop I was a road warrior and then he says something else that alludes a, a thunderdome. Dome, I was no, I he was, doesn't say that, I but he says something like. I had discovered life through a new perspective, which is like, okay, you could be uh, alluding to Thunderdome. My, my pers- personal perspective is that this is a story of Mad Max further on, like, because you like, look, he has the knee brace. That's a big tell. Like, where is that knee brace from? Why does it, why do they yeah but why yeah, do they but show but him can, because
2: I, his character as Mad Max got injured one time and they're using that visualization. No, but Dave,
0: like, it's like it's the right knee. It's like it's like you're gonna you you're gonna allude what, to like they're gonna okay. put it on the
2: left knee if to make really, it, it if, different. If, right.
0: You know, Mad Max got injured in the knee. Is the is the point and that Mad Max was wearing a knee brace in yeah, Road Warrior. If you really look at so this it's like so what happens
1: between Thunderdome and Road Warrior. I guess, I mean, that is one thing, but like, I, my big thing is why I say what my thing, my theory on this is that this Max is just a kid who knew of Max, maybe met him, thought of him as like this God or like road warrior, this like character and he stumbles upon Max's corpse, takes his shit and goes crazy. And I think the biggest reason why I would think that is that so many of these people were born in this world. Furiosa was born into the green place, into the many mothers, all that shit. So it's been the apocalypse for at least, at least like 26, 27 years. There's no, like, it doesn't make sense for Tom Hardy to be that max then because he'd be three years old. Years older, older.
0: I agree. That's that's why I'm like, I'm trying to find... The answer to this. But and, there is no answer also. Steve. Yes, it's and like it's, it's up like, to your own interpretation. My, a, my I issue just read is a that quote
2: like, from George Miller that he's like, he's basically like, they're not connected in any sh- very strict way. They're another episode in a saga of a character who's pretty archetypal. The Wanderer in the Wasteland. Basically searching for meaning. This is someone we see in a classic westerns and samurai stories. You can't really put a, chrono- a chronology uh of the Mad Max films together And he said after I made the first one I had no intention to make a second The second was ultimately a make it, An attempt to do things I couldn't In the first one and so on They are all standalone films in many many ways mm. And then he was asked Is this akin to folklore And he replied Precisely
0: all right, so, so, so it, good, is,
2: like, like it is I like that explanation. I like that a man with no name type of shit. Like, okay, yeah, because
0: because that was my issue. Was like, I and I and I, I told this to Zach and Chase, Dave. You weren't in on the conversation yet, but like, my issue with if I like that explanation that this is Mad Max, this is just a different story, and that it's just like the character, like a man with no name. Yeah, my problem was earlier is thinking that it was a sequel and being like. Zach and Chase were like, well, maybe it's somebody that took up the mantle of Mad Max. And I was like, that's okay. I'm okay with that. But Mad Max never died at the
2: beginning too. Yeah. yeah,
0: And it's like, he never died. So it's like, we're never shown that this iconic character died. So for like to have an off-screen death and for him to just. For this character, yeah. Tom Hardy's character to take his mantle. Well, we and all witnessed
2: him... Mad Max's death in the mid thousands. Yeah, yeah, that's the yes, thing. yeah, yeah.
0: I, I, I get, I get you. But no, so I do. Supposed
2: I, to be Mad Max. It would have been Mel Gibson if he wanted. I do. Have, uh... I I'm, hate to say this, because all Mel Gibson shit aside, um, uh, I think I would have fucking loved if he made this exact same movie in like two thousand eight. Maybe it wouldn't have looked as good. in 2008 is still after Mel Gibson's quasi-cancellation, but he was still trying for it. Uh, and, you know, he just continued. I think 2008 is probably still too late for Mel Gibson. A bit. Uh, yeah. It's like 2002 that people were like, no
1: more Mel Gibson, yeah, but he still was kind of coming back, you know.
2: Well, he made the apocalypto.
1: Also- well, I, I think I read – it I was reading something about this because he tried to get it made in the 90s. It didn't work out, and then he tried to get it made in, like, 2001, and they was going to film it in the Middle East because that was a desert he could film in, and then 9-11 happened. Yes. So they were like, yeah. oh, I can't film it. And then he's like, well, we'll go to South Africa. And then Mel Gibson got canceled, and he was like, well, fuck. I guess yes. I'll wait even longer.
2: Well, dude, at one point he was going to make an animated movie like through like a Japanese animation company, I'm pretty sure, yeah. and Mel Gibson was going to voice. And this was, like,
1: I think, around 2008 that this was going to be the thing. No, this movie has an insane history. It's not the reason yeah. why I love it so much, but I feel like we should actually go into the movie at some point.
3: Agreed. Ah. Agreed. Definitely. Agree. Well, let's just jump in right now. Why not? Okay. Why am-
1: Chase you start us.
3: Okay, okay. So we we start with our our, our hero on a a little cliffside next to his car trying to figure out his life. We know we we see a little bit of his flashbacks and he talks about how how he used to be a cop. Like we we've said the dialogue multiple times already in this episode. My name is Max. Yes.
4: <laughs> My but, world is fire.
3: But we also we also kind of see a sense of like this is a Max that is kind of crazy. Like, he's I know feral. he's crazy throughout yeah, most of them, he is but feral. in this one, he is feral. He is, like, a crazy animal. And we, we yeah, see... Yeah, he's
0: required to have that muzzle. Like, he like even says it on his uh, tattoo, like, muzzled or whatever, <laughs> like, needs to be muzzled.
3: Yeah. So then we get him going into the city. We get, we get them pretty much tattooing him, him trying to run away, which I think... That scene in particular is incredible when he tries to jump onto the crane. Oh,
4: onto yes. the
0: chain. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys notice what he what he jumped out of too? Ambulance doors. Those yes. doors were like ambulance doors.
3: So like it's. I'm it... sorry,
0: that's an Easter egg I picked up.
1: There you go, Stephen. <laughs> C- call back to before Mad Max. That's what that was.
3: <laughs> um, so then we get we get like you know him becoming a blood bag, which. What I do like about this movie, and I'm I'm not trying to sidetrack, but uh, I do like that it kind of isn't Max's story. Furiosa, yeah, it's Furiosa, oh, yeah.
1: and I think that's a great bait and switch they do. I think because the first like five minutes is all Max, and then you're just shown Furiosa, and that's pretty much who you stick with
3: the for entire rest. 85% of the yeah. rest of
1: the movie. The only time yeah. I think we're not with Furiosa is the like 5 minutes of prep.
3: Well, I mean, Max where, only talks, there. I think I think There's it's like
1: 45
3: 60, lines or something. I mean, yeah, it's like 64 it's really low. lines, yeah. Yeah. In the entire 2-hour run of that movie, and like
2: I said that first half hour until the crash, he is just Probably chained up and just has the mask on. And Every then he point. has the mask on until, you know, like so it is like, it's like keeping you away from Max as a fully realized like character, if you like, until...
3: Yeah, he does feel like a us. video
2: game character yeah, who's he, like, instead of leveling up, he's
0: just getting out of shit. Like, I guess... Which is like, he has up, horrible but... plans to get out of. Yeah. Like, yeah. his plan is just like... I'm gonna brute force I, well, my I, way out of. I this. do
2: think the most badass thing we see him do, we don't see him do. <laughs> like, oh yeah, the bullet,
1: the bullet farmer. Yeah, we'll get the bullet farmer scene because he's not exactly
2: the this. smoothest criminal. But I guess when it comes to him just walking off into the distance and murdering
1: people, he's pretty good. Like. <laughs> I, don't know, I think it's most badass lines when he goes, that's my car. And he yeah. like growls it at the fucking guy. Well, that's like what he's worried
2: about is his possessions. He's like, my jacket. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. his boot.
0: Yeah. It's like if Han Solo lost his blaster in Chewbacca. He'd be like, I need my blaster.
2: Yeah. And Chewbacca. No, I would with, love I- to see a Star Wars bad Max where Han Solo <laughs> is just getting his stuff back.
0: His striped jeans, his vests, his, uh, his name, his dice, <laughs> his,
4: his yeah, son.
0: His <laughs> Does he have a son?
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Kylo yeah. Kylo Ren. Uh, yeah. Kylo Ren. Come on. <laughs> Those movies are black holes. Yeah, no,
2: yeah they, they're, already not, they're not canonized. Exactly. <laughs> they're only
1: canonized me when I'm at Disney World.
2: And I'm like, ooh, it Kylo is Ren. It's weird when you say his son. I was like, who? Well, yeah, the, yeah,
0: I did put it together.
3: But uh, uh, we ultimately, like, it. Fasting forward most of the beginning, we get like, you know, what the Citadel is like. We got the the water, we got the the Oh,
1: I love the introduction of the Citadel. I do too.
3: I do too. Showing
1: first just introducing Furiosa and also in that scene's another one where you hear uh slick, he like gives a ton of exposition by just doing those chants and chants
4: yeah,
1: where he's like today we're going to Gas Town and there's like Gas Town. It's like what the fuck is Gastown? What are yeah. these people doing? What is this world? It, but it's you see, so like you see this though. kingdom of like, like Gastown, <laughs> Water <laughs> like, yeah. no. Town, Eboville, Bullet Bullet
3: Factory, or, and yeah,
1: and like that. This is the introduction of like almost every major character. So We get Furiosa, we get um, Mort and Joe, and they're like spewing the ash on him and. Sp- suiting him up to address his, his people i
0: love when they're suiting him up it reminds me of a. but also real quick i just want to touch yeah i want to touch on the juxtaposition of like normally when you get these um futuristic movies and i know there's a subcategory for it but like usually when you get futuristic movies you get futuristic technology you get flying cars you get like you know um digital screens that pop above your watch so i always appreciate these type of apocalyptic futures where it's like no this is people scrapping um scraps together um and you have people foraging for like water and just tying two cars together with a two v8 engines you know i i like this take well i I don't know if where you...
2: I no, gonna... that was it.
3: Go I... ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I heard someone say
2: something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I was just gonna say, like, I don't I don't know if I'm discounting literature or whatever that might have come before this, but I really do think Mad Max, not this movie, uh Mad Max, or more of the Road Warrior, I'm gonna say, uh, set like a standard for post-apocalyptic storytelling, where yeah, it is yeah. kind of what you're saying. It's the it's not the
1: futuristic it. shit. It's like the it, like salvaging like of what's shit. left. Yeah, it's, it's a lot more like the road. I think the road is kind of what inspires a lot yeah. of this sort of thing. Of that, like when did oh, the oh, road everything... come out? I, but the road was a book. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. And I'm pretty sure it's pretty old. But like, like that that's is good. like so dreary and shitty. But, I mean, even in this though, you do see like they have no. Like, it's a 2006 modern... novel. Oh, never mind. I'm stupid. But uh, they like. I just still do use have a, like modern, writers. slightly modern technology. Like we see, like the aquaculture of like you're the right. automatic yeah, you're orders, right But, but the like... only people who have that is Joe, and then presumably the bullet farmer or the people eater.
0: Right, those yeah. three right.
1: control like technology accessibility. But it's not like really advanced. It's almost
2: like rewritten history in yeah. advance. It just looks different because yeah, they're it, doing it by different means, I it, guess. And it
0: brings up something that's like super scary, and I don't think a lot of us ever think about it, but it's the trade of water.
3: Well, I was and just about like, to bring that, that up. That is
0: something you. that is like very possible in the future, and it's just like that is a uh, very scary thing thing to think about. Is like the trade of survival. It's like water. Like We yeah. take for granted yeah. how accessible get, water do, 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 do right Don't right and then that, that line is like ridiculous and funny and and like i i love it like it's like he's like chanting it everything in this movie feels like just so i mean you have a lot of the viking the hall the hall yeah. talk as well but everything just feels so war chanting and uh i love it but uh but yeah like that's a very real concept that could happen in the future because um um you know water being a a tradable resource uh it's 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 a scary thought but I, a, I,
3: there was a movie we both watched Steve I I watched it way before but uh, uh Rango it's kind of like Rango yeah, yeah exactly
0: where the dried up town yeah. like, like water is water is currency and it's like uh Kinda that dead. is a scary thought and also a, a, a i love that theme in in like sci-fi or whatever uh, of just like water, be like something a, a natural element being currency is like whoever is controls crazy. The
3: water, controls yeah, like whoever everybody.
0: controls it's like we need that to survive, but literally, it's somebody owns that. Uh, that's just a scary thought. And, and when a psychopathic warmonger owns it, it's very, scary. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But that I was gonna say that is- that powdering scene reminds me of like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy when they're powdering um, Ronin. Um, yeah. Because he's a warlord. That like, right, the, like exactly. Ceremony. Yes. Yeah. And uh Zach, where does that derive from? That is I, a I think that is an actual ceremony of some I think it's warlord. like a probably it's probably either
1: Viking or Roman right. be, I guess. Would yeah. Like something like late early AD, slightly BC.
0: And you should. have uh Zach, that mythology in here where the war boys are like you have to witness uh them die for them to get to Valhalla am I understanding that correctly? yeah I think that's
1: what well, they believe I mean well they're Valhalla just fucking...
3: is you have to die in battle
0: yeah right you have to die in battle but also like the witness is like a big part of that mythos is like not only do the war boys have to die in battle to, get to Valhalla but like their fellow war boys have to witness them dying in battle like that's a like you can't die behind closed doors where nobody sees you you have to die visually among your peers for them to be like it's like validation like they're like oh we saw chase die in battle he can go to valhalla
4: well, i feel so like it's like to think I, about
0: like yeah. after a long bloody you, viking battle you're
2: like did anyone see chase die and they're like yeah oh. no. i like, guess he didn't man. get but, into valhalla but you oh, see, see that win. you see that with <laughs> with
0: nux in the storm right like you see you see his brothers getting like yeah i don't know if the like, witness thing is actually i don't like, think it's necessary I, I mean, or symbolic i think it's symbolic. Yeah, symbolic
1: Okay. The ones who die like he he talked Nux talks about at one point how like he was hoping he would die to ride with the warriors of old and I feel like the right. warriors of old are just because these are all half-life war boys that's a very early thing they say in the movie when they're loading up the truck to go to Gastown he's like my half-life war boys are going with you. Because all the war boys have cancer, or most of them, right? are all right. dying, so they're all half-lived.
0: And it's like so you get so that, many uh...
1: generations of these guys have probably gone through in the last forty years. And There's I'm, been I'm... hundreds of them because yeah, they, they die have, so like, quickly. They
2: they only have like one purpose. Yeah, and that's.
0: The and tie. I'm glad you brought this up because you brought up the cancer. Because I seriously, can you boys agree with me? This feels like one of the hottest movies I've ever seen. Oh my! It's just like this movie just. Yeah, this movie just feels hot. Like you're like this. It's every, like the engines are sweaty. sweaty. Yes, it's a very
3: hot, dirty, sweaty. I feel like, like I need to take yeah. a shower to be honest. Yeah. After watching it.
1: But after they leave, like, I also, like, very early on, we're also shown that, like, yes, Morton Joe controls this area, but this is not the only clan when we see the, like, spiky guys that speak some yeah. language yeah. that show up to, like, raid, and they're called
2: the buzzards. Well, so those guys are the only people that are, like, not a part of the... Because I imagine, like, no, there's, more... there's
1: there's the, the dirt bikers who are not a part of the spiky boys.
3: Well, the spiky boys are, uh, are like the gateway. The like, they're
1: the ones oh, that are yeah. like, yeah, the yes, gateway yes. of the valley,
4: right? And then we see the, the dirt crow bikers. people. Yeah.
1: And then we see the, the men. Yeah. What mothers. do you think the crow people do? You don't
3: fuck with the crow he, people. Don't uh, yeah,
2: no mess with them. They got
3: stilts and shit. Yeah.
2: That's like one of the. So, like, in between the time where, uh, like, I saw this in theaters and then rewatched it because of Zach that was always like imagery on like you know like cinema Instagram pages like color palette or whatever and it would be like Mad Max Fury Road and every time I looked at it I was like what that's Mad Max Fury Road it looks like it's like fucking like
3: live Lion King. Like labyrinth or something, I don't know. Yeah, like one scene, some puppet movies. I'm glad you brought up imagery
0: because the imagery that stuck in my mind, and uh, it again, it did when I watched the movie, but was every time Charlize Theron, whenever they panned in on her truck while she was driving, and she had the like uh, the top half of her face was painted with the like charcoal, it's oil. It's the oil, oil, it. it's oil. oil Sorry, yeah, yeah oil. oil. Yeah, you're right. It, you're right. I'm, I don't know why I said charcoal. You're right. Um, but that imagery is like Fury Road to me for some reason. I know there was those posters, but um, yeah, I just love those shots of uh, because her eyes are also so like uh, green, green. yes. So they like against the oil, they just like they pop. But the imagery in this movie is incredible. And that, that initial gorgeous.
1: chase is like one of my favorite moments I've ever seen. Cause like after Which they realize Furiosa's stolen, after they oh, realize Furiosa yeah. has stolen the wives, and that's like actually they, they hook up Max and you get that first shot of the convoy
0: that's chasing them with like the drummers and the guitar guy. And you don't even, see- I love how they don't spoil the guitar guy right away cause you see it from the back. So you only see the drummers. Mm-hmm. at first when you first see them so it's like it's like teasing that yeah uh, i don't know it was and also just
1: shows it's like these like joe is so psychotic that he's like you know what we're gonna do to get these guys real hype some of them are just gonna drum while we fucking go off to murder people and Which slave is, yeah and take whatever we want because he just built this world of like pure chaos
0: well, can we talk about those wives? Um, because when Tom Hardy's character, Max, first sees them, he uh, he thinks it's like a mirage. When he's seeing them like bathe and then they yeah, have yeah. that like uh, they have that. Uh, what's that? What's that called? Chastity um, belt. Chastity. But with the teeth. Yeah. Did you guys see that? The teeth? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure you get a close up uh, shot of it, but um, I'm assuming so that they don't get raped.
3: Well, yes, I, yes. I, I'm guessing yeah, so. No like one else showing, can have yes. them besides
0: Jill. right. Okay, they, um, they are. They are but one of property. them is one of them is pregnant. Two of them are pregnant. So two, yeah, two, two, of oh, are. two. of them are pregnant. Two of them are pregnant. But um, yeah. So uh, Zach, you know, you know, probably more about this than I do. Why are they attractive? Because there is a reason well, that the I think- rest. It, of the, the like the surrounding people and clans aren't attractive, well, I, but the I think midwives that, I, are I like think
2: that every now and then, some something pure comes out of you know, like not everyone okay. is a freak, well, so right. he, they, also, right. he just say, takes all the non freaks right away. No, they, like. right. More they times I've mention, watched it.
3: Go ahead, what are you saying, Chase? Well, I was gonna say they did mention at the end that uh, Joe bought them as property for breeding. Like, yeah. Okay. He purposely I think bought also, them for breeding to make like from who? I, that's what I was gonna well, say. Well, Other maybe Dave, like you said, something? maybe yeah. maybe
0: they he like bought the 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 golden goose from the batch. Like he was like, yeah. oh, that's the pretty one of the bunch. I'm gonna but buy But I think it. also we
1: see through like Furiosa talks about how her and her mother were stolen from the Green yeah. Place. Each of the wives are very different in what they can do. There's the one who, for some reason, knows a lot about guns. Right, right. So, yep. my assumption is, oh, she was taken from more of a, war-ready a war ready plan.
0: Okay. Oh, here go. The, there's yeah, the right. one who's
1: really weird and just calls people like schlingy schlingas. I imagine she's probably just <laughs> a weird, feral child.
0: Schlinger
2: <laughs> is
1: like an Australian word for penis.
2: Also,
0: I'm going <laughs> to ask this. So, so, Zach, I know you didn't entertain this before, but I want to ask Dave, he didn't hear this this theory in Chase. What are you weighing on? If we're going with the Mad Max mantle theory, if we're going with that, so play along with me, Oh, who's the same that Tom Hardy isn't Boomerang Boy from Thunderdome?
3: I mean... I just
0: don't play with that theory at all.
3: <laughs> you mean, <laughs> you you mean, you mean I like. Boomerang Boy from uh, yeah. Road Warrior? Thun- oh, sorry,
0: Road Warrior. It, wait, what's the he was The Feral called? Boy from the second yeah. movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So like on um, there because there is a there's I mean I don't know where I read it but there was somewhere on the internet where I read a theory that he's boomerang boy, yeah. And I was like, okay, like I'm okay with with that if that is the case. But I mean, can we weigh in on that? Do we? Well, I mean, just because the opening narration that doesn't make sense. You're right. You say
1: he was a cop. Because he heard Max say it, but I mean, well, because
0: I, mean, I don't know, Dave. If you were an eight-year-old and you threw a boomerang with a cop, would you be like, "I'm a cop"? I'm a <laughs> cop. A cop. He's a cop. I'm a cop. I'm a, I threw. I helped him. I'm a cop. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I, know. I I
2: seriously. I, uh, I, I just mostly just think, like don't, I said,
1: I'm, I'm a entertain. more the, right. just you don't. So like, I'm yeah, we've been over it. I don't. I don't think it really matters all that much.
0: That's fine. I just wanted to bring that up. That that was something that was out there. And something that was well, discussed I, was that he could
3: I, be the boomerang. I boy. do not want to go back into this dive, but I will. I do want to say, if you're looking at it as like a kind of a reboot scenario, I mean, a lot of this story kind of blends together with at least Road Warrior and Thunderdome. I, yeah, yeah, I, I do. I don't things. disagree
0: with you. Yeah, Chase, so I feel added.
3: like even if it Good is point. a reboot, I mean, it's pretty much showing you. Oh, you want to see us fight? You know, a, a water or oil tanker, but also, like, have villains that are disgustingly gross, but also have, like, a man yeah. Humongous who's dumb, just that humongous tiny from, one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, they're pulling from most of the other movies, like, concepts, well, just please, yeah, adding on like,
0: to it. Like Dave said, they're kind of like, um it's like the super cut of, like, yeah. man. It's like George Miller was like, what's everything that worked? in the first three movies this is how i interpret it it's like what like dave said like what is everything that worked cut out all the bullshit oh it just ends up being well, chased ch- ch- scenes and like it, it reminds uh, me of, of but it works it like, reminds me I, of
3: also machete that we talked about steve that uh trilogy we just watched it, it could well just yeah the be uh, robert rodriguez
0: tril- trilogy yeah. Oh, you yo, guys just yo, watched yes. Machetes. Oh well. Yeah, Mister- well, you know, Dave, we, hey, so we talked about this before. Come on, two episodes. No, you, you, uh, you you're talking about El Mariachi, right? El Mariachi. Oh Sides. yeah, sorry, sorry. not Machetes. Okay. Oh, I thought you were saying well, you
3: watched Machetes. Yeah, too.
0: Sorry, you're right. But I mean, sorry. like, it, right. yeah. it could yeah. be
3: like one of those where it's just like it's the same person. It's an, yeah, it's just a different scenario that they're in with. I'm so glad you brought that up. And it would make sense because I always got so confused watching War or Road Warrior and then going to Thunderdome, being like, "Is that the same like Aussie guy with the flying machine? Is that the same one? No, yeah. it's not. Okay, then it's just the
0: same actor. Yeah, it's the same actor. Yeah, I re- I'm glad. I'm glad Zach brought that up earlier too. Because uh, credit to Zach, Zach did say this is this is like this every is also movie is supposed to be just. El Mariachi like great, great comparison is, but it's a coat the guy in the helicopter. Toe yeah. cutter. Toe cutter. Yeah. yeah no, he's not know. the guy the helicopter. Oh yeah, no, okay, he's the guy no, for
2: he's the, the first movie. He's yeah, yeah, and the bad guy from the
0: first movie. Um but yeah, like I I don't want to sound like a broken record, but <laughs> I just no what. Uh, I just appreciate the 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 method of of George Miller saying this I want to take bits and pieces from everything that works from every movie. And this was the like Dave said, this was the product. Like it was just like, all right, let's go one yeah. road, uh fucking action, dial it up to eleven. Let's have a guitar player with Makes fire coming out of his guitar for and, uh, the future to be Curiosa. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not starring Charlie theron it's No, it's uh, a Taylor, uh Macy Taylor
1: Joy. Oh, Anya Taylor, Taylor Joy. Joyce. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I like Anya Taylor Joy, so that's fine by me. Zach,
2: what did you say? Macy Williams. Macy Williams. You're yeah. very confident in that too. Yeah, I don't
1: know why. I really thought it was Macy Williams.
2: I was surprised that uh,
1: your two favorite things combined. Did it
2: ring a bell? Any yeah, that's true. Joy do, you Joy how, do you guys know how?
0: Do you guys notice bad. how complicated it was for for Furiosa to start her truck?
1: Oh yeah, well, it's like she says. She made the one, she made the sequence. It's two, one, one one. It's one one two. One red black go, yeah, yes,
0: and I and, love that in this work because remember how in uh, was it Mad Max Fury? Was it Mad Max Road Warrior or Thunderdome where those guys try to jack his truck and he's like, Good luck, it's booby trapped, and they're like, yes, Oh, yeah, yeah okay, warrior. was it Road Warrior? Yeah, yeah, but I, I and I later in this movie, doesn't isn't there a point of hesitation from Max Tom Hardy? when he's like trying to gear up the no. truck. No, not really. No, he just, he, jumps no, in I feel and, like, and no, he does it, it. And
1: he does, he does the sequence. Cause at first, like it was right after right where he had left off with the chastity belts after the crash, after the first yes, huge okay. chase where like Nux and max are chained together, which is an amazing fight that is choreographed so well, just them yanking each other around and using that door as a shield as they fight Furiosa. Um, Fucking Max tries to steal it and it he goes a like hundred like, yeah. feet and then it yeah. bounces out. It, it and she's stops. like, yeah. That's uh, like, okay. And also yeah. that's like one of two jokes in the movie is Furiosa being like, What do you want? Like, what like what can we do for you? Like, they're not gonna treat you any better. And he responds to the none of it, and then she's like, Do you want that thing off your face?
3: And then that's when he yeah. And then
1: he's like, Okay, I'll help you because you can get yeah. this fucking mask off. And the right. only other joke really is when uh nux's partner is just like i got his boot can i please ride with you and morton joe and they just ignore him
3: yeah, those but are I, really the only
1: two moments that are like funny i'm glad you say. brought
3: that boot thing up because max throws uh nux a boot later like 10 he takes it off of 10... the bullet farmer is, yeah is that what's going on okay
1: yeah he rips it off the bullet farmer's dead corpse
3: yeah i was like i'm like why are we showing the other boot now was that not you know, max's boot
1: it's not the bullet farmer it's a no, it's because uh, so wait the saga wait, of the boots. Yes. Max gets his boot ripped off when he is kicking the guy off the beetle in the yes. initial chase. Yeah. He then takes Nux's boot when he knock, when he knocks Nux out after he joins Furiosa. Uh-huh. He then Nux then only has one shoe until the bullet farmer scene when max got runs it. off and then that blows when he up his back, thing. And when he, he comes, comes back with all the ammo, he just throws okay. him a boot. That's okay. Okay. Okay, okay. That, okay.
3: That helps me. Thank you. I
1: like that. The boot saga. Yes. Yes. But like right before that is when they introduce both the bullet farmer and the people leader. And I love how different all of their cars look and how there is like very obviously different cultures within this weird triarchy that they've like got going with like the, the people leader has like the pole cats and they all wear really weird masks and they have to carry him places because he's fucking gross. I, yeah. I, I, and he I, eats people.
3: <laughs> I I love my, one of my favorite characters and one of my favorite scenes in this movie has to be the, uh, the bullet factory guy when he loses his eyes. And he's just yeah, like, he's just, put up a flare. Uh... And it's like, it's right in front of you. Yeah. yeah, and he just ties well, that, his little like thing, you know,
4: and he's it's just it's, like, "Let's go!" He's just crazy after that. that. that my favorite character. Crazy.
0: I'm glad you brought up favorite characters, because like obviously, other than Max and Furiosa, I love Nux.
4: Which well, Nux is breaks, fantastic,
0: which just breaks my heart when. Uh, but I mean, it's how he wanted to go, you know. Yeah. Well,
1: but he no, he I, had I like a purpose. He, he did was have fine a purpose.
3: With that. I think they
1: they also do a really good job in that initial scene when they introduce the people leader. They're like, he's coming to count the cost. And then the first time we actually get a scene with him is when they get stuck in the mud chasing them. And he's just reading off all the things that they've lost during this chase. And he's really pissed off about it. And then the bullet farmer comes up and we get our one of only two scenes with him with his tank Camaro which i do like
0: that his teeth are i also just love the double car the double yes oh my gosh the stacked yes the stacked car that is just i don't know why that's such an appealing image but uh yeah what is the
2: the made uh uh war what do you call it morton the joe's the war rig or morton joe's double is it a Morton joe's i'm trying to think of uh, who has like a it's basically a, a volkswagen beetle is on top of the car that's a morton yeah, joe's shows, is like, yeah, a like a monster a truck
3: with a
1: beetle's well yeah it. but it's
3: also amazing. something
1: that the bullet farmer does that i just noticed this time is that he treats his car like a horse like he goes yeah, and then the guy drives for him. <laughs> yeah, it's just like insanely funny. I don't know how I, I have not yeah. noticed that until now, but he always goes yeah, yeah, and then they start driving.
2: I like this scene where you see the uh, uh, the gross dude, the people leader. Yeah, he's just like has his arm around a guy with his hand on the steering wheel when he runs over the two girls and he's and like, then he yeah, comes. that's how you do oh, it. Yeah, all- I also, I also did never. I never notice him just touching his nipples until this. Well, yeah, his yeah, nipples yeah, he's are just out. like,
3: he we need to team. figure it
2: out. <laughs> yes, he was just like yeah.
1: rubbing his nipples during that scene. That was hilarious. It's, I like to think about a lot watching this. How did these three maniacs come into power? Because well, I feel I, I, I feel like the, the people leader has gas town. So I feel like maybe and he's old. So maybe he ran this oil refinery before and just like,
0: I feel like it was bad. like, who's the craziest? The people. They're leader. like, that's like, no, oh. no, I'm saying that's how they appointed their leader. Like, who's the craziest person? In I think town? Joe
3: is. I think no, Joe... that's how
0: they appointed them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're like, a Morton show was just like, they're like, well, he's the craziest guy around here. Let's make him the leader.
1: Also, something else the movie does so well is I think like it makes me I want to see the Bullet Farm so badly. I want to see Gas Town. I want to see what oh, all yeah. those places yeah. look like. I want to I see really what their culture it is. is.
2: The I'm pretty sure and this might just solve all of our prequel, sequel, reboot stuff once and for all. But I'm fairly positive the uh, the next movie is a prequel. Not Furiosa. Furiosa. It is a sequel. Not Furiosa. Uh, the next Mad Max movie? Yeah, yeah
3: Mad Max it's, it's, Wastelands. It's a sequel, and the production will start in late 2023. By the way,
0: anybody that's familiar with this. Where are game? you reading that, though?
3: Just Google.
2: All right, because this on IMDb, it just says that it's.
3: Uh, Google's getting uh, it from Hollywood, uh, Hollywood News.
2: Okay, so this just is this is what I see
1: I don't know, maybe not.
3: Yeah, I don't know.
1: But then just to go back to the bullet farmer scene really quick, another thing I, I every time I think it, but I'm pretty sure at this point, after Furiosa shoots out the spotlight he's using and all the glass like ruins his eyes, when he starts playing Flight of the Valkyries, I'm pretty sure he's actually playing that. Because when we cut from the Camaro tank back to the big rig, you hear it very, very faintly in the background. So I think he, like, has this tank souped up with stereos so he can play his music while he murders people with his double AK-47s.
0: I just, I think that, I don't know what it is, Zach, but when I saw... And he has a name that the guy guitaring. What's it? He has a name. I don't know his name, but he also has a entire
1: backstory.
0: He does. And I, I feel bad for not knowing his name. But like Zach, when I saw that imagery, is when I was like, this is the coolest movie I think I've ever that's I think that was the moment was when I first saw him just like ripping his guitar, bouncing back and forth, like the um and also that pendulum, like the sequence where like you have those guys on oh, like that that, that the weird, yeah, yeah, like the, the weird like pendulum like catapults and there's there's, it's it's practically done which I just I I can't applaud it enough. The the practical effects and the stunt work effort in this movie is unmatched. Like the. Uh, the dedication and just, just, I don't know, bravery to do these stunts because a lot of it is practical. You can tell, like when you watch. That's what I love about watching. When I, I I've watched this movie twice now, is that it, it. Everything feels so real. I'm like, all right, I believe it. That looks real. That looks like they really did that because they did. Um, I mean,
3: this movie definitely for me, it. It definitely makes me kind of like, it does the, that weird thing for like, I don't know if you guys ever felt this way, but like, actually, let me ask the question. if you, Because we went to film school and because we've, we know kind of like the inner workings of how to make a script, how to make a movie, how to like the typical steps. Sometimes it's hard to like turn that off when you watch a movie. This movie, I don't think about the production. I don't think how they did it. I don't try to think how they shot it. I'm just immersed in the story, which is really hard usually for me to be fully immersed into something, not thinking of the whole production ahead. And I don't I know if you guys felt the think
2: same about way. how they did it because it seems like an impossible task. But I... I think to that point, it's because of the cuts in the editing. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't give you time to think about that. It's just afterwards i'm I'm just mind blown I'm like, how the fuck did this happen but uh, afterwards I love the way
0: Dave's is afterwards because but afterwards. I, I I think you're right I think um, it it
3: definitely is because it's like paced afterwards. very quickly like it, yeah it, yes it's, it's an exhausting paced. movie like you feel exhausted after watching it but yes, I don't know during it I just feel you're fully immersed you're in the action.
0: It's crazy too, because like I'm glad I watched this movie at home and not in the theater, because I feel like I would have floored my car on the way home. Oh, that <laughs> the first time I saw this.
1: I mean, you, you know me. I'm a, I'm a fairly like antsy driver. I don't really do anything. When I left Furio for the first time, I was doing donuts in
3: that the parking lot, me.
1: screaming it's what a day. What a lovely day. Well, this I was just, like, Oh, uh, Zach, that what it's a after... day. What
4: a lovely day.
1: Um, <laughs> it's like yeah, after it's... we saw, uh, fuck it. Uh, the Viking, uh, the Northmen, the Northwood. Yeah. When I got into a shopping cart and got, uh, was I, I, I a you shopping were pushing cart? Henry around? I was pushing shopping. Henry in a shopping cart, I was pushing yeah. our cinematographer in a shopping cart through <laughs> a
0: parking lot screening.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, so and I, I want to like, tell
2: this is like what Zach saw, Mad Max.
0: <laughs> I want to tell a quick story. So when Mad Max was originally released, I used to work at, I worked at Carabas at the time and I was a cook. And uh I had a dishwasher who I was really close with. Uh Cause I'd give him rides home and uh we'd uh we'd smoke together. He's a cool guy. His name was Bobby. I won't release release his last name. Smart. But this guy would crack me up because when we were working, he would uh I remember he went to go see Fury Road like the night of. And uh he was just like super hyped about it. And so uh, at Carabas, it's an open line. You work in like you work on a line and the customers are sitting at a bar in front of you. And then like a dishwasher comes behind you and grabs your dirty dishes. And Bobby would come through the line and go, Witness, witness me. Oh and uh, all the time. And I was like, I didn't know if you're your road, but I would I would uh, I would repeat it back to him. And then uh, whenever I would drop off dishes to him in the dish pit, I'd be like, Bobby, how you feeling? And he's like, It's a lovely day. It's a lovely day, and I would uh, I didn't get it, but now I get it. And uh, would you just
3: do like an awkward laugh, just be like, "I yeah. laugh,"
0: because I don't know what he was. I was like, I I knew he was quoting Fury Road because he told me. He's like, "You seen Fury Road, like witness." That's what he would always say. He's like, "You seen Fury Road yet,
4: witness?"
0: Um, so I knew what he was quoting, but I I didn't know the content. You didn't know the content, and That's now that funny, I do. Actually. Um, just dropping off dishes to him and him being what a lovely, lovely day. Um, it's <laughs> funny to me. Um, thinking back, but yeah, he was obsessed. Just the, just to echo what Dave was saying about like how everyone was so up the culture, like everyone was so obsessed with this. Movie. I remember being oh. like, "What the fuck is going on with the Oscars?"
1: Like, oh, that was the best Oscars I've ever won seen won.
2: The most Oscars that year, and it was nominated for like. Eight or 11 or uh, probably not 11.
0: And it won how many? 14. It won like eight? I think it won six. Six? Six or what seven. I I still think it should have beat
1: at The Revenant. The Revenant's stupid compared to Fury Road. It didn't, I don't care. The
2: Revenant I, didn't win
1: anything, Zach. The Revenant won Best Picture. <laughs> no, it won, it no, it so won, it won Best, it won best Actor, won Leo best DiCaprio. What well, won Best Picture that year?
3: I don't know. Not not this movie. I can tell you that. But not
1: the Revenant. It was fucking... It was nominated... Is that
0: Green Book?
2: That yeah, green so Book. you were bad who was dominated alongside no. of bad. Dave, was that Green that wasn't Green Book. No, Green Book. Was was 2015 would have been the 2016 Oscars, so I'm looking it up.
3: Well, now I'm confused.
0: Dave is usually our go-to guy on this. Yeah, I know, you usually know all the Oscars yeah, Dave was the 16 no. Best pitcher.
2: No, no. I think it was Lala. No, it wasn't Lala. La was it
3: huh. was it uh Moonlight? Moonlight? No,
2: that was that was, was the La La Land year, which is it wasn't this year. uh
3: Winners: Best Actor, Leo DiCaprio; Best Picture, Spotlight. Okay, Spotlight. Oh, they Spot. do. they, they do. do, they do,
0: and they they, do. Do. they, do. And, they do, and they didn't say it. Uh, <laughs> they were kids. Uh, so I like that we have this dagger. <laughs> like also, One, not as much two, as this movie. <laughs>
3: three, four, five, six. Yeah. So they won six. They won best costume. I like spine,
1: but I think this movie genuinely deserved best picture.
3: Best sound, best production design, and best makeup and best sound mixing.
1: Yeah, it,
4: it
2: won all the technicals, and it wasn't nominated. It wasn't. It didn't win. Like it would have been interesting. If it won Best Director. But there you go, Zach. I'm pretty sure Alejandro Iñárritu González was... He won two years in a row for Best Director. Oh,
4: okay. Yeah. He, Man Man, the he won Birdman and then he won The Revenant. That's what I, I always so, think
1: that The Revenant also won Best Picture.
0: Uh, I want to ask you this... Because I didn't and know his name know. is Alejandro
2: Gonzalez and I feel like I like fucked that up on this podcast. Tom before. Hardy's also in that movie. Yeah. Um,
0: can I, I ask? It's a
2: good movie though. Fuck, that. You I wanna, can hate it for some reason.
0: I know. I don't know why. I agree with you, Dave. Um, I'm asking boys a question. We'll start with Chase. Trying right. to interrupt. Did you think Furiosa was going to die before the end of the movie?
3: Uh, first time you watched it,
0: I can't remember.
3: First time I watched it, I can't remember. I, I, I want to say yes, and because no. I did, I, I did. I want no to say no. Furiosa was gonna die. I want to say no due to the fact that I'm like we we're following this girl's story the entire movie, as well as I feel like you've seen Max go through way worse. She could definitely survive this. She
0: just gets like mortally wounded. She does. like. She's like but I mean, like she, she just does gets like stabbed like, on the
3: side. Like, but she's know. like,
0: all right. We're going, Zach. Zach, what, do you, what did you think the first time? did you think because I didn't I'll be, know this is I'll be honest, this is without prior knowledge of the movie coming because I didn't know there was a sequel to this movie coming out until after I watched this movie.
1: I th- or, I think the first time I watched this, I wasn't thinking.
0: Oh, oh, okay. That's probably I was tomorrow. just like,
1: oh yeah. no, Furiosa's hurt and she's ca- she's collapsing her own lungs and it sounds gross.
0: Well, and like Mad Max gets through such a, like a tough regimen to bring her back. He's like, "What do I need to do to bring her back? Like, I need to puncture her, uh, whatever." Her, well, he knows uh, he has to stab. Throw. He's like, "I gotta long. give her, I gotta yeah. give her," like, and it's just, uh, I don't
3: know.
2: Dave it was an ambulance driver in the first <laughs> iteration of this movie.
0: He knows. But Dave, can you recall what you were thinking?
2: Did you I think I can't remember. I probably assumed she was gonna die. She looked like she was gonna die.
0: Yeah, I, I think she gets pretty pale at one point. And, and they did, like, and, oh.
2: and when this movie came out, Furiosa wasn't announced. But that's also a prequel, so it.
0: Right, right. But I, I mean, again, like I was like, I didn't even know about it being announced until I watched this movie, and then I logged it on uh, Letterbox, and then I clicked on George Miller and saw that Furiosa was a thing, and then I was like, Oh, I'm curious if Furiosa is George
2: Miller. own weird
1: thing or if it's a studio thing
2: or if it's well no I don't think he would do it if it uh, you know I I trust him as a as a filmmaker to do his own like I don't think he's been forced that often like I think he wanted to do Happy Feet 2 but I, I I'm curious if it's like is this is it gonna feel like it's following a bad backs legacy or if he's just telling like a weird furiosa spit off
1: i'm guessing it's going to be a weird thing based on his work it's just going to be some weird thing that we're going to watch
2: yeah, yeah. like, like i want to i want to see world. the bullet farm yeah but, but
1: um, i don't know we'll see. I w- really quick i want to go back so like all the many mother stuff that stuff's great like it's mothers, really pretty mother's when, milk although like the mother's yes the mother's milk steven but when they get to yeah, like that the when they and get the to mothers. the green place, all that. I love how in the final chase sequence, once they decide, like we're gonna take the citadel back, almost no one gets a ceremonious death. Like, yeah, yeah.
4: everyone just
1: yeah. gets worked. Yeah. Like the initial um, the two mothers on the motorcycle, the one just gets clocked in the head, and the other one gets ran over by the people eater. No one dwells on it. the, yeah. the one old lady does get her throat slit, and she's kind of like. Lingers, lingers, but it's still not really like a big moment. It's just kind of like this is just happening right now, but everything is fucked. So we're not going to like dwell on it. And then, like, even Morton Joe's death is so fast. It's just, oh, like, but I,
0: Zach, I love how he gets his face ripped off. Oh, yeah. yeah. I also, think it's one of the, I don't I know, really, do, I, do I s- love the line slightly. as well. The
1: remem- remember me, because I think it's such a stark contrast to this witness me that he is like told all of them to do is like, well, see them do it. Don't remember that your friends are all dying.
2: Okay. Furiosa is like, but remember But she doesn't me. say it like, remember me. She's like, remember me? Well, no, she's no, yeah. like, remember me. So no, I like I, dude, I remind no, She's I'm like, with, remember I'm, me?
0: I, I'm with Dave where it's like, I do, It's Zach, not I do like, remember it's it's like, like, remember, remember me. It's like, remember me?
1: Like, question I, don't, Mark. I, I don't, I'm, I'm on a different boat. I boat. I don't know, dude. I
2: rewound it specifically. It. I just watched it too, and I rewound it and like I rewatched it an hour ago or whatever that, an hour like, before I, the podcast. It's
0: it, it is the tone of which remember she says me. it is like do you I because because I wanted it to be
2: remember me, but it was remember me question mark. I, I, I think like, it's I think it's she,
1: meant to be remember me. It just that makes sense. Poorly, it's I just delivered
2: poorly i guess not delivered as well as
1: maybe but i think that's how it's meant to be seen because the other one wouldn't make sense of course it's been a day
2: i that's why i thought and it's he kind knows of you're driving
1: so like yeah it's definitely remember me like yeah, a, yeah, a contrast yeah. to witness me it's it's set up too well for it to not be intentional
2: yeah, I definitely feel like you're right, but it's just not delivered well. Dave, do and you not remember? Then, and then we... They
3: didn't know what was going on. They're just yeah. like, what? Yeah, What do you want She's me to like, say? She's like, how do I say it? Remember, <laughs> remember me? me? And they're like, there, there, got it, got it. We're good. Like, <laughs> Just say
0: something yeah. to him. The movie with
2: Robert Pattinson it, where he dies at the end, the 9-11. Remi- I remember, remember
1: me? Aw, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a sad mean, movie. That's sad.
3: Yeah, is, yeah. I've never seen it. It's a good no, movie. I, I
1: like it but I guess like the only person who really gets a ceremonious death is Nux.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, he yeah, was technically he the of, he was the Chekhov's gun in this movie. He takes, you know,
0: he, he takes a little for the teamy. like he he he, he has um, he has the most
1: if anyone has an actual character arc in this movie, it's Nux.
0: Nux. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. He's my favorite character outside of
3: Ezrius and Chase uh, is right though.
0: He is
2: a I was at first I was like, I don't what the fuck are you talking about? Well, Jeez.
3: he he has but three. He has it's three true. Chances. He's, yeah, he's
2: supposed to go out in a blaze of
1: glory. So like,
3: yeah. Every
1: time it doesn't happen, he's definitely he, he's a failure. Oh my god! When when uh, when he convinces Joe that he can kill Furiosa for him, oh, and then goes, just instantly mediocre. falls, and he goes mediocre, which I've been saying for years. I I so it's many times amazing. you guys have heard me say
3: mediocre. Mediocre.
2: It's one of the, it's, I think, the best
1: laugh line in the movie. Not that this movie's a barrel of laughs, but. That's another thing that's super interesting about when, like, when this came out is like action movies in the, like, aughts, which I think is the 2010, no, in the 2010s are almost all like funny haha action movies where it's just like littered with jokes. Yeah. And it's Fury Road is such a different movie. It's so much more like Rambo of like, no, this is just going to be serious. And situationally, it might occasionally be funny, but it is like almost all, like we're taking this very seriously. Um, yeah, I agree. It's It has...
2: there. It's weird when you watch like a big studio movie in theater sometimes, it feels good to laugh with an audience and all the ha funny lines. <laughs> but then when you look back on it, you're like... Wait, I'm not surrounded by a studio audience. These ha ha funny lines are, are stupid sad. and dumb. Yeah. And like I mean, occasionally are really I, like pandering to a ha funny line audience, you know, I like think
1: my biggest moment for that was the first time I saw Black Panther and when Shiri says, What are those? And everyone in the theater laughed. And I was just like, yeah. What? This why are you all laughing? That was stupid. Yeah. And then I watched it again when I was at home. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was still really stupid. That just
3: sounds I, like, I you feel like there's theater experience when you went to go see uh, The Dead Don't Die. The yeah. Dead Don't
1: Die.
2: But that and, wouldn't, I, I, I guarantee that Zone? wouldn't be the normal experience of
1: the Dead Don't Die crowd. Like, we were no, in a the weird. The government paid yes. 17 more other people to watch <laughs> yeah. The Dead Don't Die with me and Dave. Zach and, and I were all laughing the at theater all the jokes. NPCs. That was the strangest situation I've ever been in, in my life genuinely was the confusion Um, of watching the dead don't die Haha, funny lines oh god yeah that was a fake crowd
0: (laughs) wasn't real yeah
1: also another thing that like i mean we're pretty much at the end of the movie we've like skipped over a lot of shit but like I feel like it's, it's way more important to talk about the concepts in this movie rather than what actually yeah. happens, because it would just be two hours of us being like, wasn't it cool With the when, when, that when they drove and, then, and, they, and they blew up?
0: Remember when the one thing rolled over? Remember and it the 917th fire?
3: Fire? <laughs> bullet that flew across his face? Yeah, that was. Remember cool. that one guy was that, was that, that? Fell
2: off of the car and got right over? Do
0: you Zach, remember what that was that? Bomb the, that
3: went off? That was cool. The member berries? Exposure? Zach, that what was bears?
0: the. Uh, well, was the the porch talk we can we would continually talk about, and you just kept saying, "I liked when building went boom," as a joke, but it was something we were all collectively it was, watching. It was,
3: it was tenant. It was it? Was yes, yes, it was. It was, it was, like, yeah, it was. Hey, I like when the building went.
0: Boom. Just kept saying, "I like when building went." Yes, boom that was. I think
2: <laughs> after we all saw it, we were just. Or I was mostly yes. just like, "It doesn't make any fucking sense." And I hate kept it. Saying, just kept "I saying, saying, I liked like like when the building, building went boom.
1: boom, and then it, <laughs> yeah, and then exactly. it recame together. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. No, So I mean, I think it's really interesting that at the end of the movie. Is really when they define like this is not a Max movie. This is a Furiosa movie. When she yeah, says, you're right. Remember me? When she <laughs> says
0: <laughs> when she when
1: she when she like takes a thing and he just walks off. But they also kind of like systematically take away everything Max is throughout the whole movie. He loses his jacket. His car gets crushed. Yeah, he, you're right, Zach. Yeah. Everything he has is taken. He's he's just a wanderer now. He's back to being a nobody wanderer who isn't gonna go live in a very nice green place. He's gonna go back to the gross desert and eat lizards.
3: He might live and in the a a
1: van feral down by the
4: river. The
3: the movie. So, you know, yes, uh,
0: but yeah, no, it's
3: it's just do, it's just a great movie. It's just
0: a really we, fucking good movie. Do it we want to move in into final thoughts, or do we feel like we haven't? I think we
3: I think I'm good, good with doing final thoughts.
1: Wait, okay, no, one more scene I want to talk about. All I right. apologize. Go for it. It's Don't just went it's no. the creepy doctor who cuts out the baby from
3: Oh, where it's just like oh, she's life. she's apparently le- breathing. They're so
1: nonchalant
2: about it. It's like open yeah, it and up.
3: He, he goes okay. She's just like yeah, waggling just it went,
2: around. He's just he's like
1: flipping the umbilical cord. And he's
3: like yeah. And also the so umbilical cord it's with his like, fingers.
2: He's like your son could have been. He he was perfect, but he's dead. Like that, that I'm moment. I'm surprised. Yes. Like
1: he must feel really comfortable with a Morton Joe. No, that's <laughs> the thing. I think he's probably the only person who can do medical shit. So Joe can't really do anything about it yes and he has he has this point of power because he's like almost fucking with rictus when he's like rictus you had a baby brother and he was perfect unlike you just like i feel like that's like what he's saying he's like you fucking suck rictus this kid would have been awesome yeah it's also just really gross because he's drooling and flicking around the umbilical cord (laughs) and he's a gross man (laughs)
3: I bet you that He's, actor was just like they're like, okay, so you're gonna be this weirdo, and Chase, you're gonna be you. you would around. either be
1: that guy or the people eater. That's just why, what would I say, peep, right? why would I be the people?
3: Why would I be any of those guys?
1: That's just I think
3: that's that
2: would be the people eater.
3: The people eater. I, I would be the yeah. people. <laughs> what just with a golden <laughs> nose, just like, <laughs> yeah, well, well, I'm the people eater. You're that you're, you're here to count the claws, across, Chase. Wide. I have One. a huge. I have huge Five. ankles. Can I be the bullet
2: farmer? You would be his son.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
3: I'm the
1: one who's like, go see what agitated dad. (laughs) And then I look very nervously at the war pups right before they rip me limb from limb off camera at the end of the movie.
3: Dave is one of the assuming that's what
1: they do to him. I had a memory of that happening,
2: and it doesn't. I guess it's just. It I feel like it's did. just really
1: implied when all the yeah. war pups look at him at the end, and he's like, "Oh shit!" No, nah, I feel like I'd be one of the old ladies, be like,
3: <laughs> "A man."
1: But yeah, we can go in the final thoughts, Stephen. What what's Steve? Steve?
0: Steve? Oh yeah. I mean, I'll what's go your first. Final thoughts? So we're doing a cleanup month here, so I think there's no reason to do double ratings. We should just rate the movie. Of course. Because it's like we don't really have a category or a theme or a genre for this month. So um, We can uh, assign a genre. uh, No. No, we do cleanup, Dave. Uh, It's
3: it's spring cleaning December, remember? Yeah, yeah, but
2: we're going to be doing a genre for two of them, so I'm just saying.
0: You're right. You're this right.
3: is best choice, remember? All right. All right. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. You know you're what?
0: right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um five stars. Uh not it out of the park. Uh Zach, uh, everything you said was true. Um, it's funny because normally when a um person hypes up a movie for so long and then you don't watch it, I think that just like our human instinct is is automatically like there's a little bit of dis- disappointment. Um, there was none here. Uh, Good point. Zach's hype was 100. Um, on the nose, I enjoyed this movie more than I enjoyed the first three Mad Maxes. Probably if you added, if you put the best parts of the first three Mad Maxes together and you made a super cut and you and you said what's what's better, the supercut of the original trilogy or this. This would still win for me. I just think this is like you take everything from the original trilogy and you amped it up to 11 five stars for me across the board. doesn't matter what genre, theme, category we're doing. I'm giving this movie five stars. Loved it. Um, it's crowned as the coolest movie I have ever seen. Wow. I, 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 I I will say that on, on air. Mark that. Strike that. Um, quote me. I just don't even know I've ever
3: seen.
0: what comes close.
2: It's I'm going to have to think about that for decades. For
0: decades. For decades. All right, so Ch- Chase, you want to take it?
3: Yeah, sure. Uh, So <sighs> this is how I'm going to do it. This is how I'm going to do it. And I already know I'm gonna get some. You're gonna at least Zach's oh, gonna be like, "Oh, shut the this fuck is, up!" Is, yeah, this is All I'm excited. Right, come on, Chase. I'm excited. You're yeah, good. bring it out. Chase. I'm you're giving it a, giving a, it a four a and a half. I'm giving it a four and a half. The reason why it's gone down a half a bar is because this movie and one other movie for some reason is so action packed. I always fall asleep during certain scenes, and because of that, I have to give it a half a star rating away.
1: That's the not movie? a reason. What's
3: the other movie? Would you like to know? Because guess what? It's a movie we all saw together. And every time I watch it, I always fall asleep at the... the
2: John Wick 3?
3: John Wick fucking 3. Every time I watch it, I fall asleep when they go to Bolivia or wherever they go, and I just – I always get confused halfway <laughs> you know through. What it,
2: you know what it might be? Like it's overstimulation. <laughs> it is. You get exhausted the fall asleep. Sl- Like the slightest bit of when slowdown. it's just too much <laughs> yeah. and then
3: there's slowdown, I just – I crash. I crash, dude. I don't know what it is. So I, because of my crashiness, I'm giving it a four now.
2: Crashiness. Wow. Yeah, that's, a weird, that's a weird. That's uh, a weird offense to hold against
1: the movies. Yeah, I think that's, that's really too stupid. good for too long. Yeah, that's what I thought <laughs> no. you were gonna say. Um, well, I think that's like that's a personal opinion, opinions. not a rating of the movie.
3: Well, it's yeah, and you wanted now. to know my rating. I gave it my my yeah, personal rating. Yeah, what do you rating. think ratings are? Yeah, what do you think?
1: I've always made that argument that I think you can think a movie is perfect, but then still say it's a four star movie.
3: Well, you you didn't like you didn't like Revenant. No. That's a, that's a great movie.
1: Revenant's <laughs> boring. No. <laughs>
3: but it's well, still no, probably I, see, a five-star I, movie. I,
2: I feel like I can think a movie is perfect, but I refuse to rate it a four-star or lower.
3: I gave it a oh, four I and did. a half. I didn't give it a four-star.
2: Hurry, Segway. Dave. Uh, It's it's a fiver. It's a fiver. Um, I also looked up my George Miller list, and... It's the top three are Mad Max's. It's Mad Max Fury Road, Mad Max Two, and Mad Max Beyond the Thunder Zone. And then Lorenzo's oil and then Babe Pig in the City.
0: All right. So uh, Babe made the top five. All yeah. Right. All right. Uh then- yeah. I love this
2: movie. I think it's great. I think it's one of the few movies that uh would would uh Steve said is like interesting because it's pretty much true that Like, if a movie is hyped too much to you, it can sometimes not be as good as the Mm. hype. It's weird having already seen a movie and getting it hyped to me after I've already seen it and then changing my opinion on it based on the hype. Uh,
1: But, uh, yeah, five stars.
3: All right, Zachy Poo.
1: I mean... It's my number one movie of all time, so it is five stars. Oh. But I will say my number two, George Miller, is Bay Pig in the City.
0: <laughs> all I right, all
1: right. I think Bay Pig the City is better than all three original Mad Maxes.
0: But Zach, give us a little. <laughs> Zach, give us a little. Hold on, Zach, give us a little love letter. Fury Road. Why it's your favorite? Give us a little little love letter.
1: I think it's perfect. There is every line of dialogue is where it should be. Every action scene is put together perfectly the world is shown to you in a way that it, requ- it doesn't require, but calls on you to rewatch it so you can figure out more because mm. so much yeah. is there. So much is there. And if you are willing to watch this movie multiple times, you're able to see more and more of what this world is. The characters are super interesting and you can read into them. You can read into the culture. It's, it's perfect. There's, there's no movie yeah. that I think is better and there was just one sidetrack. Chase, do you remember the day when our one professor came in and he's like, So we have two options. We can either learn or watch, watch the greatest you. movie of all time. And I and we were like, What's the movie? He goes, Mad Max Fury Road, and I screamed.
3: Do you remember at- <laughs> I am glad you brought that up because I almost brought it up tonight where I'm like, What was the teacher who told us he met uh Charlie's Theron? Charlize Theron yeah. And he was like, Dude, it was for the so premiere beautiful. of Mad Max. That lady was... The no, sexiest? it wasn't the premiere
1: of Mad Max. It was the red carpet Sundance, when Heath Ledger right? killed himself.
3: Yes. Oh, you're right. You're right. It was the... Yes.
1: Yes. But no, like, the movie is amazing. For me, it's like, whenever I find someone else that I can geek out about this movie with, it's always an experience I adore. Because just... It's awesome. And like, almost all of my other top five movies aren't like action movies. I like, like, ambiance horror, like, really sad movies. This is, like, one of the only, like, pure action movies I genuinely like, which is also why I consider it to be perfect. Because it's a genre I'm not that into that I love. A tragedy, yeah, yeah. Really, the only one, it's like, this and John Wick are, like, the only, like, action movies that I'm like, oh, this is fucking cool.
2: You like the raids, don't you? Oh, yeah, well, the raids are just good good fun. I also, um, Zach I feel like you should have brought up that uh you you've said many times that Mad Max Fury Road is one of the reasons that you wanted to become
1: a Mad Max Fury Road what yes Dave that's exactly I'm not I I mean it's definitely one of the reasons I I wanted to get into like media is because I was like oh this movie's fucking awesome like No,
4: I was joking. Dude, I don't know. I I thought I was
3: racist. I was literally so confused there. I was like, I'm just going to stay quiet. So was I.
0: I just made that up. I was like,
3: I don't
1: think I've
0: ever talked about that, but okay. I'm going to say this for one of our listeners. Um, But there are two people I envision in in my life, in my inner circle, that would flourish in a Mad Max world. And those two people were Zach and Eric. I feel like both uh, possess the mentality to like thrive in this world. So um, um I thought it was just fun for me uh, to. Oh, dude, you know I'd become a whole man. Yeah, at the very Zach, end of it, would, like, comes out yes. of the hole. Zach would would I'd, very very much flourish in this type of environment. That's. What I wanted to
2: say before I made that joke that made no sense was uh, this: the fact that you like this movie doesn't surprise me one yeah, bit. Yeah, no, me you. Either. like, oh, this like, is a me movie. Like, I feel like if if somehow we if we have gotten to know you this long without knowing this about you, this movie about you, we'd be like, yeah, you would love Mad Max.
0: Yes, if Zach, if you hadn't yeah. seen this movie already, and we had, we'd be, be
4: like, like, this, this is a this movie number one your identity.
0: Yeah. yeah, basically. I mean, I,
1: dude, I bought after this movie came out and I was like 17. I bought, or no, I guess I was 18. It was the summer after I graduated high school. I bought the uh, chrome food coloring spray they use and I went go karting and just fucking shh my face while I was go karting just because I, it was, it was fun. I just read a really
2: funny uh, IMDb <laughs> trivia that there's like the, the company that makes the blue coloring silver spray paint, like <laughs> had like s- this many reviews before 2015, it was like five or six reviews on Amazon. And then after 2015, there was like hundreds of reviews written by people as if they were like, uh, War boys being like, I used this on the gates of Valhalla and it was amazing. Like, there's Back like 250
1: years. reviews or something on that. I want Back to look it up. When this came out, when you bought Mad Max Fury Road on Amazon, it would recommend you that because
2: <laughs> Zach was that's one hilarious. of those commenters. It
1: would go, "These were frequently bought together."
2: <laughs> I wonder if that's still the case. it's uh. hilarious.
3: All right. Well, Steve is now completely. Engulfed Steve is now a cat. Yep.
2: Wait, I just wanted to play this real quick just to see.
0: Uh, uh, okay.
2: <laughs> what I can't are you doing? If you heard it. Did you not hear it? No, no, we didn't
3: hear shit.
2: Oh, no. It's just
0: remember me.
4: Remember me.
0: It is, it would now be a good time to go into
3: random. Yes, sir. All right, what random do we have, boys? I I did want to bring something up, but I know Steve had big news to talk about, Mm, and mine kind of ties into that. So,
0: I have devastating news. I guess I'll start this out. Um, There was a secret project being worked worked on at DC Studios um, with Michael Keaton involved uh, that has now been officially canceled, and that was a live-action adaptation of Batman Beyond.
3: I was so hyped. I oh, was, really? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that is just heartbreaking. But also because Michael Keaton is involved in like now two canceled projects where he, uh, you know, re- was recasted as as Bruce Wayne Batman. And it's just, it's heartbreaking because I love Michael Keaton as Batman. And it's like Batwoman, shell like canceled, trashed. Now we have this which I had been reading about this mysterious Michael Keaton project. And I was just, I, I had, I had no idea what, what it was. I had thought it was just a cameo. I was like, oh, he's going to cameo in the next DC project or whatever. I had no idea it was a Batman Beyond project. So that's just heartbreaking that he, he uh, was willing to do that. And that Dave and I had been talking about like, oh, what's, you know, that what's, what's the one, you know, <laughs> property you 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 it's your dream to see that um recreated in live action it was back and beyond and it was so close but yet so far away
3: i mean um, i i still like i i don't want to say i been... fully trust gun in them yet because i i still think that there's so much that like they they definitely threw gun into like a room full of like garbage and it's like, hey, you gotta uh, no, fix I mean, all of this, man. I
0: appreciate what Gun's doing. I really yes. do. And like, it's like he's acting. Axed... I think he's scorching the earth. But he's like, yeah, he's, he's scorching. He, earth. he has to.
3: I mean, so, like, there's yeah. so, so, so much going on that he's like, for I gotta those, figure out. Or this. they are. that's
0: yes. James Gunn. For those not familiar, the big news is that no Wonder Woman three, no Aquaman three. Is there this, already an Aquaman two trailer? No, we have. Yeah, Lost Kingdom is happening, Chase. Well, yeah, yeah but was the, there a the trailer. trailer. There's a trailer. Did yes, yes. But did. Wait, I can't yes. remember it. I can't yes,
3: remember.
2: The trailer. I do dude. That must have been forever ago. Right? So which,
0: which just sucks because it's like, oh. Well, yeah, but, uh, but they, 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 they,
3: that was before Amber Heard was removed from that project right, too. Right. Right. So. I mean so, yes. in,
0: in lighter news, I do have it's better teaser. I do have better news. DC's in shambles. I do have better news. Well
3: before, before uh, you part move of out me of was of DC part I of me was thinking DC News still.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of DC news that just all right. Well recently, if you want and to and continue I imagine it's all tied to the same article. Uh because I, I saw them all in three separate bits, but Part of me honestly is thinking that someone is seeing any Keaton stuff they've made and they're not too sure about it. So I, know, I know. Dave, like, I know, Dave. I mean,
0: know, Dave. And you know what? I don't know. Sad. Can you, it's can
2: sad. You, it, it's sad and it's not in the sense that the only thing that I think would have made sense is a Batman Beyond.
0: I know. But I otherwise,
2: know. it's like, can you picture Tim Burton's? Batman fitting in with modern aesthetics at all like and not looking kind of weird and like lame I mean they, I they like those you. movies they still but have, they sh- they have exist in their own realm. world they, they have do. the they Flash do. movie they coming
3: out though and that still has key I, so I mean I they think, still do, I think yeah. that yeah yes. dude, it's still it still actually cool. got pushed thing, so the only so thing news. that they're
2: sticking to
0: I guess
3: so news. with Ezra Miller yeah yes, yes.
0: So, news boys, that movie got pushed up a week, so it's now getting released a week sooner than it was supposed to. But uh, I was talking with uh, fellow, and it sucks because I'm a DC enthusiast, and I'm I am one of the last, uh, like crusaders or knights of that. Like there is some shred of hope that the DCU can still exist and like be something. Um, I think the flash movie is gun is going to be the catalyst of like resetting everything. you like, it's going to reset. They're talking about Jason Momoa being cast as Lobo. Perfect cast, by the way, he shouldn't be Aquaman. They're talking about resetting everything, resetting the lineup, resetting all the heroes, you know, Um, like Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, flash, Green Lantern, uh, like in, in, I'm not totally opposed. Um, well, I'm not opposed. I'm not. I, but I, I just, do think that yeah. the Flash movie is going to be the one that does this. It's going to be, and I think James Gunn saw that movie, or, or at least I'm I'm 99% sure. I'm almost 100% sure James Gunn saw that movie and was like, all right, we're going to keep this because we can use this as a way to shuffle What is going to be now become the DCEU, which is he sees something we don't. The DCEU is in shambles. You have it's wildly inconsistent. You have really good properties like Peacemaker or the Suicide Squad, Harley Quinn, um, like uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, but it's like, how does it all fit in? I like that he's coming in and axing everything. I do. Because it's like, man, that's what we need. That's If we want DCEU to flourish, we need to stop doing whatever they're doing and revamp it. Like, use the Flash movie to reset everything. But that's my thoughts. I
3: mean, I would be fine. I'm fine with a reboot, but I don't think we need a movie to get us into the reboot. I think that we should just, like, if you're gonna ax everything, axe everything, and then just be like, from this point forward, we're moving on with something new. So
0: and then be fine then, with that. But then chasing that same breath, then that means if if you want to do what you're doing, ax the flash movie. I
3: mean th- and the that's flash movie's
0: biggest, been, been and pushed. Aquaman back too. The last two and years. Aquaman 2. And like Well,
2: no, I think they're just calling it what it is, and they're gonna Allow Aquaman two and the Flash to happen. Maybe the Flash yeah. is the reset point, but they're they axed Aquaman three, which was still in plans. They axed Wonder Woman three. They axed. Still in plans. What else did they announce? Batman
0: Beyond, which they they said cut. Yeah. It just seems they, like they, they've, they've
3: they've cut. Which everything. wasn't confirmed
0: yet by DC. Yes, it sounds like right.
3: they've cut everything other than Batwoman, because that one was or Batgirl was a little bit different. They've cut everything that they haven't filmed yet or started a production yeah. yet. But the Bat only one was Batwoman. Yes, that's the. <laughs> but that was before. But they're not planning uh, on
2: killing anything that's yeah. been filmed.
3: Because yeah. that was before they're getting the whole ahead of what's changeover.
2: They're like, let's not just sign ourselves on for shit in the future if the last property didn't even work. And I think that's maybe what Wonder Woman three is. Maybe they're seeing what's in the cards for Aquaman two. They're like this yeah. movie sucks, but uh, but also that Jason Momoa has come out and said that he wants to be Momo, uh, yeah, and that that's the reason they're I maybe, yeah. Did you guys already just say this? No no you you
0: you you're you're just you're treading the same water but it's like you're, you're um, getting deeper but I, I So
2: but it sounds like they are even like No we don't you know mind our team that we have going we like Jason Momoa but hey if he's better served as this character maybe let's do that that's more interesting I don't I,
0: know was going record as saying is like and I I mean um I know that uh Dave has read dc comics zach is a big comic reader but i love there are really good dc stories out there that haven't been told through live action form and it sucks that this like battle between marvel and dc is going marvel is dwarfing dc right now and it's like yeah like i get marvel has these flashy characters and that like everybody loves them but like some of the greatest characters, comic book characters of all time exist within the DC universe, like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, like the Flash, like all these cool characters that exist in Marvel. Stan Lee has said it would not exist without the influence of DC characters. So it's like, it would just be nice to see a proper treatment of the good stories that I know Yeah, Zach knows, Dave knows, Chase knows. Exists within the DC world. We just haven't seen them. I'm also curious. And it's that they're there. They just haven't been betrayed yet in the proper way. But there are great DC storylines out there.
2: Uh, I'm also just super curious what the conversations are surrounding. Like, clearly, this has just happened, and they're just making waves and i feel like black adam came out before all this happened yeah like that's when yeah. they reintroduced superman so i feel like he's henry cavill still up in the air So I just feel like the rock is like what are you guys talking about what are you talking about i'm i'm i'm, I'm now Dwayne, dc the talking, yeah. i'm, I'm dc now what are you talking did anyone about anyone see did anyone see black adam
3: no.
0: no, 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 and and I'll say this is like Dave. It's uh, it's uh, toxic, and I, I I don't mind bringing it up, but I do think The Rock is toxic for DC, and I think I hopefully James Gunn, yeah, um, puts it in its place. But I just um, yeah, I look, think he's I like I think the he's luck. the
2: opposite of creativity in terms of yes. what they want. Like The Rock is is. As high-grossing of a figure as he is, he's not a creative. No, he's not a creative person.
0: force. Name, yes. name a creative Oscar-worthy yeah. project that the His Rock has been just attached barely, to,
2: and, and not that superhero movies need to be Oscar-worthy, but like no, but I think they need to start being interesting and exciting and something more than your cookie cutter. And I feel like that's why I had no interest in seeing Black Adam is because I was just like like,
1: everything I've seen. Yeah, how many times have I seen someone I don't care about? Shit. Yeah, yeah. Witty one-liners and big over-the-top action scenes.
0: It's it's like it's like my experience with uh, the Zach. Have you seen DC's League of Super Pets?
1: No, I've heard it's really good though.
0: Um, so Chase and I watched it and Chase encouraged me to watch it and I liked it. But the after credit scene is what is like literally the glue to my to my my thesis is that like the the, the after credit scene is you have uh, the rock talking to the rock talking to the rock and it's the rock just jerking himself off. And I'm like – I told Chase, I was like, this movie was so good, but this after credit scene is just so toxic for, like, what they're trying to do because The Rock's idea is, like, I want to – his – I'm not trying to insult The Rock, but, like, what Dave said is, like, there is no creative thought behind The Rock's process. Like, he's like, what will – action boom bang like I win the fight I'm big strong like I'm kicking ass is not like I want an emotional story because there's an emotional story there and I think James Gunn's vision does conflict with the rock who had thought he had arrived at DC and been like I'm gonna be the savior but it's like no I, I think that what we do need is a concisive like
2: and you know i know james gunn everyone say what they will about phase four of marvel like the one thing i can't appreciate about almost every single one of the projects they've been doing is they're all fucking creatively different
0: yeah and feel
2: different and they're taking big swings in a lot of departments like uh, like i don't know like she hulk was taking a lot of big swings not all of them that i ended up liking even but Definitely big swings, like Miss Marvel is taking big swings. Like I don't know, like Doctor Strange was the hell of a big swing in terms of like what we're focusing on. Like I don't know, it's a, a wild, crazy movie. I kind of want to see more stuff that like
0: Yeah, doesn't- do
2: that's not just doing the same shit over and over and over you're, again.
0: You're right, and Dave. It's like this DC is like so formulaic. It's like yeah, your yeah. superhero movies are boring because it's like you're not taking those. You're just yeah. checking boxes like this is what the superhero needs to do, needs to have a little comp, but like shake things up. Yeah, I agree. It feels like an attempt to get
1: in on a money making opportunity and not an attempt to make an enjoyable movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And it's, it's the it way rock- that the rock talked about his introduction, like
2: the entire the entire shift, to the universe's power, whatever the fuck he was saying. Right. Was and this is change. like I'm just like,
0: I'm not I'm not about like uh, the rock confirmed no no <laughs> all right uh, l- listen the rock is is right now um this is statistical fact he is the most successful wrestler turned actor um john cena might catch him later on but like right now where we stand that's an indisputable fact the rock john, i would say generator. i would say in my mind it, it's
2: dave batista though like Uh, Okay. I'm not talking box. I'm not talking box office. I'm talking about transcendence. Look at at the uh, talent that's wanting to work with him from the start. You had Denny Villeneuve like working with him on. Blade Runner, James, James Gunn, Dave Batista, like you have Ryan Johnson, like
0: yeah, you're, right. uh, you're,
2: you're M right, like I think that uh, he's so the commer- most interesting wrestler path
0: we have right now. Well, because Com- he has a commercially Commercially yeah. successful, I will say, is the Rock. Commercial- yeah, which is successful. fine. Yeah, fine um, for wish the I, Rock, you know. But I, yeah, and, and and Dave, I'm with you. I don't. um I'm I'm in this weird cross path where I'm like, are you robbing the integrity of movies because you're you're yeah. selling you're selling something that's shallow and it's yeah. um and it's I don't know um Dave Patisse has been involved. That's with why like, when like certain yeah.
2: paths cross with the rock, it just gets me even more like. A little bit like shivers down my spine when like ryan reynolds and the rock start teaming up i'm just like,
0: right. oh, god just like right. the most soulless things in hollywood are yes. high five each other like, yeah
2: you know, yeah or,
0: i just i i i so, like i like what you said david Batista's tackled some projects that have a little bit more emotion involved um and john cena i think is is on his way there too but um, I like John Cena
2: too. I it's weird because I don't know, I didn't know Dave Batista way back when, but if you asked me ten years ago, who would I like more? John Cena or The Rock, I'd be like, Oh, The Rock.
0: Right, but right. You the, wouldn't think,
2: but John Cena's mm-hmm. a more interesting person already because of his project choices. I agree.
0: Um. Do we want to get into what we've watched?
3: Well, really? I d- I do want to mention one Our, last thing. Yeah, if anybody I, has any
0: random, yeah. yeah okay.
3: The the only other random I really want to talk about again is GC. I'm sorry, but uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but today, uh, they they sh- they sent a a little clip about the Suicide Squad game.
4: Oh. And it is the yeah. last.
3: It is the last game. That Kevin Conroy did re- voice recordings for.
1: Yep, I saw that.
3: And they showed nice. like a little tribute today of like the reveal of what Batman's gonna look like, and it looks so fucking good. And I cannot fucking wait. Yeah, the game was like a uh, lot of fun.
1: I just hope it's yeah. on Game Pass so I don't have, so people don't have to spend two hundred forty dollars to play with their friends. I, I know actually, yeah. like, as Same. a collective, you know, because. I of- was-
0: i agreed um zach that's what i'm worried about is availability but i had actually my manager at work tonight in the middle of an event come and pull me aside and show me the trailer for the suicide squad he's like listen listen to this This is the last recorded um
3: kevin conroy
0: voice yeah voice work that was jay um shout out jay yeah. but uh last recorded voice work for um kevin conroy but it uh I was like, "Damn, Jay, you got to show me this in the middle of event." Got me um, goosebumps and teared up in the middle of an event. I was like, Damn.
3: "And this yeah. is a bad it was, game it was the Game Awards tonight." So it's like, yeah, that's why I figured yeah. that was the Elden case. Ring one.
1: By the way, just wanted to say Elden Ring one game of the year. Um, Zach,
0: rightfully so. Yeah.
1: Question. Oh one. yes, Elden Ring was genuinely the best game I've ever played in my life.
3: All right. All right. That was uh, that was the end of my rant.
1: um
0: Rush Hour Four.
3: Rush Hour Four, yes.
0: Thank you, Dave. Rush Hour Four um, was
3: announced.
0: Yeah, and I. That's am awesome. Jackie Chan. So, um, Chris Tucker, um, and this was years ago when Rush Hour Three was released. Had said in a um separate interview, he's like, uh, somebody had asked him, they're like, Rush Hour Four, and he's like, Jackie Chan says yes, that's all I need, and he was just basically saying like. I'm I'm for it. All I need is a script in Jackie Chan. And uh uh I don't know if a lot of people know this, but Jackie Chan is a is a huge um producer with Chinese movies. And like he's uh from his culture, he's a I mean he's a uh prolific filmmaker. He produces a lot of movies, he's the lead stunt coordinator, um, he's helped to bring awareness to just filmmaking and asian culture. Um he's done a lot for that, but um he told, you know, uh I don't know if it was e true hollywood or whatever, but that um he wanted to focus on you know, building chinese filmmaking and and, and filmmaking in in asian culture, but that uh rush hour 4 was never um right, was or- never a no. He was like, I will always come back to that. But I don't know. It's exciting. We're all fans of it. So. I'm excited. I mean, uh, I, uh,
2: we all three of us, all four of us, did we watch all the Rush Hours together?
3: We did. We did. I know I did Steve not. and I, I definitely, definitely did. I know I uh, definitely me. did. So I guess it was those three me, of you us. you and Chase. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: yeah. yeah. I had I, I moved back to Pennsylvania. At I that think much. Rush
2: Hour 3 only has its moments. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so but I cab think cab Rush Hour. hour Yeah, Rush Hour 3 is also like a prime example of the end of an era of that type of action comedy that almost didn't. What was that? 2009, 2008? Yeah. That was was
0: almost seven years after the second one.
2: But it was almost like it, it was existing at a time where. New action comedy was coming in. You had Pineapple Express, you had Tropic Thunder, and then from there like twenty one jump street, like rated R action comedy, which I prefer over even the stuff we grew up with, the PG thirteen action comedy stuff, like your rush hours or your Shanghai noons or nights and do I have all these Jackie Chan and Jackie Chan examples, but I'm curious what a rush hour for this time would look like.
0: Um, It's the same argument for Austin
2: Powers. It's like, is it
0: too late to make?
2: exactly. Is it like, is that, is that style dead? It's almost the opposite of like the weird conversation. Even though I would argue Beverly Hills cops like borderlines PG 13 territory, but they're making a Beverly Hills cop four, which is, were groundbreaking at the time for being the rated R comedies that they were and in the 80s, and I don't know why they strayed away from those. Like, by the time we were teenagers, like the – or not teenagers, young teenagers, Steve and I, young teenagers, it was the PG-13 comedies were mm-hmm. in high rain. I think by the time Chase was a teenager, that's when the rated R yeah, comedy that's, came yeah. back into – what-
1: but yeah, that's when uh, I really was introduced to comedies, was rated R comedies. Um,
2: so I think it's interesting to see where Rush Hour Four will play in this age, and 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 do they have the balls to make it rated R? Because yeah, that's when it would be really interesting. Will Jackie Chan say fuck? Yeah, or will <laughs> he be like snapping forearms or something? He's never been that type of action no, star, no. but I don't know why not. I don't and know.
4: that's.
2: That's it for me for
0: movie News. All right. And again, what we've been watching?
3: Yeah, I'll go first because mine's pretty short. To be honest, looking at my list, I mean, in some context as well, we've also recorded, I want to say, three other episodes of different podcasts. So I'm kind of confused on where I'm at on my letterbox where we talked last time. But uh, I've been watching. I've been watching more TV shows. I'm not making my 365. I've I've accepted this. There's no way I'm going to be able to do it. I'm now just trying to at least beat my 310 that I did last year, which is very doable. But uh I started watching uh I watched Wednesday. The uh the Tim Burton Oh, was that good? Loved it. I I don't know why I was so enthralled with it. It's it's good. It's it definitely like a fun. kid, it's a it's kind of a teen show, of course, but it it's really good. I really enjoy it. I highly recommend it. If you want to see something kind of new but still like it's Tim Burton. Are you an Adams family fan? I personally wasn't and okay. I will tell you I'm right now. I I I growing up I could care less about the Adams family. I love her portrayal as Wednesday. I don't know why. It's kind of like- Yeah, it's kind of like a Nancy Drew where she's like a detective. Like, she's like narrating her experiences while she's trying to figure out a big mystery. So it kind of comes across as like a detective story, which I really enjoy. Really enjoy. So uh, I I definitely will recommend it for you guys. But definitely kiddish. Uh, And then like, I've been watching like- because, you know, Christmas is now coming around. I just rewatched uh, Jingle All the Way the other day and forgot how good much choice. I love that movie, which I might say that might be also in, like, my top five favorite Christmas movies. I love that movie. Put the cookie down.
0: <laughs> Damn you, Howard.
2: That's a movie I just don't want to revisit. <laughs> Why? It's fun. Dude, it's, it's just so good fun, fun man. <laughs>
3: I, I love. it. I, I just Jeremy. feel like I, if
2: I if I revisited, I'd just be so negative on it. Where it's just fun to keep it in my memory.
3: <laughs> uh, um, I just, yeah. So that's all I've been watching.
0: Can I? Go I'll next? go next. Oh, go ahead, Detect. No, go, I'm sorry. Zach. I don't know no, the order here. I always forget. No, um, go, Zach. There is no order. <laughs> no, go ahead, Steve. I, I um. I watched
1: Bullet Train finally.
3: Oh yeah. Oh, it was really fucking fun. Yeah, Clementine. Really really and fun. Uh, Oh, uh, what's his brother's brother's name? It's Clementine uh, and Lemon. 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 Thank you.
1: And then, really good movie, super fun. Another just like I guess that was another like fun action movie, but it was quirky in a way that I was like, and also you're kind of confused like what's actually going on for most of the movie. Also, wasn't expecting Michael Shannon to show up, so that was a great little
0: yes. It's
1: it's kind of like the night before uh, vibes with him in yeah. that one. Um hey, so you I, watched two movies. I wanted to hear about. I watched. Maybe. I watched Burnt yeah have
4: you guys seen
0: oh no no no. tell me about it zach i've i've i so to my knowledge it's kind of loosely based
1: off of um i forget anthony bourdain's book but his like first book about working in restaurants and bradley cooper's just a prick so it's fine there's certain scenes i loved
3: i've seen bradley cooper's a good actor
1: And there's, like, there's very specific scenes that I think are just done super well. It's acted really well. That like, situation is, like, it feels realistic. But overall, average movie, like a three. Like, watch it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. and then I've been I've been chewing through BoJack Horseman cuz I've never watched that show. So I'm
2: finally No, How way? You? He said it was yeah. too nihilistic
1: yeah. for you. It yes, but I was also very very sad. So I was like I'm going to watch it something It's so It'll make me even more sad. It's oh. fine so far. I'm in season 2.
3: Oh, so you're not even Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. god, I'm Zach, sorry. You're not,
0: you're in
1: for a roller coaster. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, well, well, Chase, Dave, you finished the show, right?
3: Well, yeah yes. it's it's a sad show
0: it is yeah but Zach I think you'll
3: enjoy it I, I think don't know. It's I think it's also
2: hilarious as... I feel like it yeah. should just be labeled as sad it's funny as fuck dude
1: because like i I tried to watch it when it first came out but it was just so nihilistic that I hated it so like but now I've the never... world has changed I don't know if that I'm just kind of like I'm, I'm just like you know I'm ready to get it like people say it's good I'm willing to look past like my own personal complaint with it. And, like, try to enjoy it. And I am. Mm. Well, good. You know what a show that I'm
2: finding to be not even nihilistic in terms of its world output, but just as its its author's output is... The most recent Rick and Morty, I'm kind of
1: just getting sick of Dan Harmon. Oh, day. oh, look who's yeah, finally hopping on the I, Dan Harmon's a sad piece of shit. who I, should just I kind stomp, of agree but with the
2: that. last oh, episode, one of the most recent episodes, I thought was amazing. So the re- retcon one, <laughs> I can't remember. I, I honestly don't remember anything about what I found amazing about it, but I remember thinking this is a really good episode. And yeah, I'm rewatching that. Community, which I'm. Enjoying, like, he's. I still I just, love him. So. I
1: mean, it's been known for yeah, years within so our friend group that I just Dan Harmon is nihilistic. Still and watch it, so you yeah, not, have, because I. Yeah. But I really like Justin Roiland, so like, there's a balance there that I think is hit pretty decently in some Rick and in most Rick and Morty episodes. But sometimes I'm just like. Jesus Christ! I get it. Yeah, but you're one of those annoying
2: people it. that's like, I hate it, but I'm still watching every episode. I don't
1: hate it. I don't like Dan Harmon. But you act like you do. I don't like Dan Harmon.
3: <laughs> Dave, what movies were you? Are you talking about The Policeman and yeah, Segway? So, oh, anyway, was uh, into Dave glass,
2: Dave? glass Onion. You oh well. Rated. I
3: I don't want to talk about it because Steve hasn't okay. seen it yet. And then um,
2: Devotion. I want to hear about Devotion.
3: I okay. I, I will tell a Give quick three little and a thing half. about not de- devotion's not bad. I actually kind of enjoyed devotion. However, it just seemed I don't know it. Like the cinematography was really good in it. The acting was incredible. I think I really like what was his name like Gary Powell?
0: Glenn Powell.
3: Glenn Glenn Powell's amazing. I love Glenn Powell. Um, I mean devotion was it was okay. I wasn't a big fan on the way end. Uh, The climax scene was kind of like... I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting, but it definitely wasn't the expectation I thought it was going to go into. It kind of felt luck-lastered.
2: Do you think think, uh, it's a... I think Wait. Jonathan Majors is
0: on a tear right now.
2: I know. He's, he he's someone he I've, I literally is. like in every single thing I he watch. He is he's really, really good he's in this movie.
0: He's also in some of the biggest movies of the of the of last the year. Yeah, I just like, saw a video is.
2: of him talking about his cousin calling him crying while she was seeing uh, Black Panther because and he's it, it was like before the movie started and he's like why are you crying and she's like I just saw you in three movie trailers and it was for Creed yeah. Ant-Man and Devotion which yeah, is yeah yeah pretty he's crazy on, like
0: he's on a tear bro he is yeah. going to he's going to blow up um I like John But
2: Smith. do you think uh cuz I I thought if anything it's the spectacle of oh, I, I love like air, like aerial battles do you think it's worse yeah, seeing in theaters? theaters or no? Okay, dog
3: so I will say the the actual like fighting is actually really good to see in theaters. I was like, that's yeah, why okay. I went. Pretty much, I was like, I really want to see this movie. I want to see how like crazy it gets. Yeah, it's it's not that that I had the issue with. It's I don't know. I feel like it's it's the character development. It just wasn't exactly what I was expecting. I thought there would be more of like an arc, which there kind of wasn't, but overall, that's why I gave it a three and a half. I thought it was pretty decent. I thought it was good, yeah. but it wasn't like ground. It was no, that. it was no top gun. I can tell you that it was no top yeah. gun.
2: It's in the highway to the danger. So. Yes. All right. I just wanted to quiz you, quiz you on that. Cause I, I was, I was really curious when I saw you saw that. So I wanted to know, um,
0: all right, well, um, we'll there's three movies I wanted to recommend that i had watched. And it's um, one is Risky Business, which, holy shit. Um, I know Dave's seen this movie. Ed, Chase, Zach, have you guys seen Risky
3: Business? I have, I have not seen Risky Business. I watched Business. the whatever part where I started with you.
0: The original the main super bad. Part. Part. Dave, Um. I talked to somebody at work about this too, but if you don't know what that movie is actually about before you see that movie, it's pretty shocking. I don't um, know. about <laughs> I mean, uh, trying to get
2: laid while your parents are at home.
0: It's comparable to like the girl next door. I feel like with, okay. uh, uh, if you ever seen that with Timothy, yeah. isn't that, but, um, yeah, just, I give it four stars. First off, a real like, uh, it definitely holds up its reputation. It is a fun movie. Um, I was I, I I recommend it. Highly recommend it. It's fun. Um, just crazy. Just not what I expected. Um, also, another great intro to Tom Cruise's Tom Cruise. Star power. Yes. Like yeah, like yeah, I think this movie is. I understand after watching this why he got so many roles because he's good. He's really good in this um another one i had never seen police academy three and a half stars that movie is hysterical um you ever seen it any any um the very first police academy i know there's like four or five now whatever i don't know how many there are now but the first one starring steve guttenberg um hilarious uh they give you a little bit of exposition at the beginning of the movie, where it's like uh, there's uh, something that's happened to the police force, where they need all these recruits, and so you have all these mis- mismatched recruits that are trying out for the police force, and you're you're it's a it's a hangout movie. You're just going through the motions with these recruits through their training process, but it's a classic, like. I don't know. It's a good cop comedy. Um, really liked it. Uh, and then the French dispatch um, had not watched that movie. It came out last year. Big Wes Anderson fan. Dave and I did a Wes Anderson, um, but watched the French dispatch. Um, my review was this. Uh, this movie is so Wes Anderson is Anderson. uh, so much. So, That there should be a streaming service exclusively dedicated to this film called Wes Anderson Plus. Side note, I wasn't convinced uh, Timothy Chalamet could play Willy Wonka until I saw this film. Now I'm convinced. Uh, Mm. But the most Wes Anderson movie of Wes Anderson's, like, gambit I've ever seen. Like, he's just firing on all cylinders. And uh it's much like any other wes anderson movie i've ever seen i need to see it again it's just so weird and like what's out your, there what's your but favorite like,
3: plot like what story was like the tiny um stories?
0: i'm with you uh it's the painter the painter. i don't yeah. know it's so bonkers i just it's you have the moving sets, you have your centralized characters, you have dull characters with like really extravagant backgrounds. He switches back and forth between black and white and color. Like, I just, I don't know. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. It's so quirky and weird. Um, it's so Wes Anderson. Like, it's, it's, I agree, I agree with, with both. Anderson. I agree with both Dave and Chase. I, or uh, Dave said, I feel like every Wes An- new Wes Anderson movie I see is like Wes Anderson being more Wes Andersony, and if if you if you're a fan of him, you know what I mean. But uh, Dave hit the the nail on the head. This movie is just like just so Wes Anderson firing on all cylinders. It's just everything you love about him is um, dialed up in this movie. But yeah, so those are the. That's what I've I, been watching. Lately. I haven't
2: rewatched it yet, and I can't wait to re watch
0: it. I'm super excited. was cast excited. too. The cast too is just amazing. But that's
3: it's just you the know. Fr- I'm gonna be honest, it's just something you have to accustomed to. The French stuff. I don't know why. It's just that and that's like a majority of the movie, or at least a solid like forty five minute. That part of the story I just can't I don't care for for some reason. And the,
0: what uh, what part the, of the
3: story? The uh uh the French part where they're in France and it's like the the revolution, like that part for some reason. Well, I just wasn't well,
2: the whole movie in France.
3: Well, yeah, I guess, yes, but I mean, like the uh, like uh, I
2: know what you're Timothy Chalamet, Chalamet story.
3: yes, for some reason. I love reason, that
2: part, it's just so like weirdly well, kinetic. And
0: I don't know if you guys felt it, but there's just a scene where he's got this energy and he's like, uh, the. I guess the tonal patterns of his voice is like, he sounds like Willy Wonka on a manic episode. And I, I don't know. I just makes you really excited to see him as. I like shall I, uh, I do. I do. I do too. Uh Dave. And I, and I, I hate to admit it because he's such a 18 year old to 21 year old girls, uh wet dream. And like every Girl, I work with between that age group is like, oh, I love Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, but he's, uh he's better actor. than. So I know, yeah, I he's know. I mean, Tom than, Holland. Like, he just makes yeah, me.
2: better yeah. than Tom Holland. I think he Tom Holland's is. good too, but like way better than Tom Holland acting wise. And I agree. And he's just such so i thought he was. Other fantastic. heartthrobs like Harry Styles or whatever. I don't know right. how. Different that age gap is no,
0: but you're right, he's itself. in that same age group. He's but Timothy Shalman. I think if you're t- comparing Tom Holland to him, um, to who you just mentioned, like Timothy Shalman, way
2: better filmography than yeah, first,
0: and he has better acting age. chops. Like, if you're gonna go for Teenage Heartthrob, um, it's just you know, to me, Emma, well, I'm a, that will segue well
2: into what I've been watching because the. The movie that I definitely highly recommend from uh recently is Bones and All.
1: Oh, so mom are... said I'd like that movie. I have this your mom my mom saw it and she was like Zach, you would you would really movie. like that.
2: Yes. I it was a movie that I'm thinking like Zach would like this. I know you weren't a big call me by your name fan.
1: Uh right? I'm Did not. You... I think that I think the movie. I think that movie has one scene that makes it a Did great movie. Did you see the Suspiria remake, yes.
2: Did you like that? Yes. Okay, so I, I was thinking in terms of the director, uh, Luca Guadagnino. Um, fucking bones and all, like I don't really want to. Ha- do you guys know anything about the movie? I know literally nothing, no, so that's why I'm going to try to
1: go in blind. So <laughs> do that.
2: Do that. Uh, there, I knew certain things about it, but even. The thing I knew about the movie most still shocked me in the first opening of the movie. I won't even say how many minutes into
1: the movie, but... Maybe I'll go see that tomorrow.
2: There's a point in the movie where something happens, and you're just like, all right, we are in the movie, and uh, it's fucking... I just thought it was really engrossing from there on out. Um trying to think of what else I watched, but that is definitely... Oh, I saw. I watched Spirited, and I don't know. I must.
3: I must was kind of shocked. The, the, the ratings. Yeah, in. I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> um, Dave gave it this. I don't know. Dude doos. I didn't like the music. I'm gonna be honest. I I there was only one, maybe two songs I enjoyed, and I was just like, everything I, else. I think. Eh.
2: I think it would have been a higher rating for me if it weren't for the music. Like, I if it was a half hour. I probably should have given it a three, to be honest, yeah. but I gave it a three and a half. And if it was a half hour shorter, and it had no music in it, and it was the same plot, I would have higher. fucking loved yes. it even more because I, I honestly don't need a musical ever in my life. But I've started, my cold heart has started to, to melt a little bit when it comes to musicals. There and you go, Dave. I, I, wanna, um, I was very. I did hate. I, I didn't hate the music in it. I just. Loved the idea of a mix on a Christmas, uh, a Christmas Carol. Like,
3: I was going say, there's like, so
2: many that exist, and this was a new take one on that it for me. Did
3: a pretty good job. I will say that.
2: Yeah, like completely different take. That uh, I don't know. It was uh, interesting all the way through for me because it it really didn't stick to any sort of formula. I didn't see where it was going. I don't know. I
0: liked it. Uh, I'm like I wanted to bring up something that I, I that I want to recommend that I didn't mention, but it's uh, I, I have found my new favorite Will Ferrell movie, and it's Stranger Than Fiction. And if you have never seen that movie, it is I, I.
3: Zach, you don't like that movie, right?
0: Yeah, there is so many people yeah. that to, that told me they hated that movie. I don't hate it. I, I just. I,
1: Don't enjoy
3: it
0: all that much. I know. And Zach, I can see why. Yeah. But I feel like not with Zach excluded, the people that have told me they have hated this movie are people that enjoy Will Ferrell's sillier movies like Step Brothers, Talladega Nights, uh, Anchorman, um, Elf. And then uh, I'm of, the minority that appreciates Will Ferrell's movies like Everything Must Go, and so when I saw this movie, Stranger Than Fiction, first off, I'm like if you're a if you are a writer in any capacity, watch this movie because it's like it's a lesson in storytelling, and um, I don't know, I'm a sucker for like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. The Truman Show, I'm, I am a sucker for comedians doing dramatic roles. Uh, Another good example is, like, uh, Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler. Or, or, or Spanglish. Like, I'm, I'm just obsessed with that, like, taking a actor out of their element, and then, like, specifically a comedian, but if you have not seen Stranger Than Fiction, um, I suggest it go into it expecting the unexpected. Cause it's not, you're not going to get your typical Will Ferrell. You're not. And, uh, I love that about the movie. Like it's not like it showed his range, which I think is underappreciated and undervalued. All
2: right. right and the last suggestion I have is violent night. Um, I only gave it three stars. Uh, Oh yeah. Did you see it? You saw it in theaters. Yeah, maybe I should swap those ratings for violent that and spirited. Um, but I think that Zach will love it. A, there's certain things in it that Zach's gonna fucking get card for. Um, can and
3: you, can you tell me one thing?
2: Is it? Yeah, I don't particularly like. I, I think know. the things that bothered me about the movie won't bother everyone else.
3: Is it? Like, is, is it better than Fat Man? Oh, Hell I also yes. wanted
2: yes. to yes. Way okay. better than Fat Man.
3: Okay. Um, yeah, because Fat Man, I can conf- we only keep, like, to. a two
2: and a half star. Yeah. It's, a, I don't know, I keep reading, like, Home Alone homage, Die Hard homage. Like, I get all that. I get it. Uh, and it's really entertaining. I just think it's kind of fucking stupid, like, all the way around. Like, Everything that doesn't deal with David Harbor and him as Santa Claus sucks. I'll just say that. <laughs> but otherwise, I don't think David Harbor is that great an actor. He's as- so good as Santa Claus,
0: and he's so good, like
3: just in being general. Violent yeah do we get
0: I a think- lot of those? Do do we get a lot of the shit that we love, which is like Santa Claus recognizing people in real life and having. um not as much as I like, but it is in
2: there. It's okay. in there. Uh, but it's like he doesn't do it as like instant like I want him to be like doing it way more often. Cause that's what that was a big thought of mine going into the movie of like right. Santa Claus I love being that. Santa I love Claus. That. Yeah. But he is being Santa Claus. It's just I think some of the writing is stupid and I don't know. And I've read so many people that are like, Oh, it's so self-aware, and that's just one of those it's like a uh, red flag for me when things are saying they're self-aware sometimes I'm like so is that what we're calling like laziness or bad writing is self-aware like I don't know but oh. it's not that bad yeah I think okay. it's a it's a enjoyable movie for its action and its premise I just don't think it's anything you no, know
3: nothing anything yeah. like special
2: yes okay. yeah
3: okay i might and even knew it it's like
2: you're watching santa claus kill a bunch of people but hey we already got that in a shitty movie with with, with the fat man so with the
3: man who was mad max so i'm just yeah, saying you true know.
2: and just watch scrooged for the the commercial for santa claus killing people
3: yes <laughs> yes yes uh, we have a podcast, but we also have an Instagram. You can check us out at Podcorn in a Movie on Instagram, where we post the posters and post some other stuff. We always read comments, so please, if you would like to comment and see anything or talk to us or ask any questions, we're more than welcome to answer. And we all want to thank everyone for listening to us. We we appreciate every single listener, any one of you. And uh, we, we, we're we really happy. We're This is technically like... I, I know seventh. Steve and I, yeah, it's our seventh mini series of this year, which it's our longest one that we've done without like I mean, we of course took a break throughout the year, but I mean we didn't take like a solid, you know, big break. It's the like most we miniseries
0: we've done in a year for sure. Yes, so it's a yes. record breaking. Yes. For us. PR.
3: So uh yeah. And then uh I believe we have a few ideas of what else we're releasing this month, but I don't know if we have a schedule yet. So uh just tune in next time to hear us. You, it shouldn't be too long. Um and yeah, anything else you guys want to say?
0: Uh we have a we have a uh, sister podcast called the underscore 1899 underscore podcast covering it... the the Netflix show 1899. If you guys want to Give that a listen. It
3: is a rewatch, so if you haven't watched the show, we highly recommend you watch the show before you listen. Uh, if you're also in the mood to watch something different, uh, watch Dark. We also have another podcast called uh, Oh My God, The Beginning Is the End, a Dark podcast. Um, so yeah, uh, I think that's thank it. Thank you for right?
1: listening. Yep. Thank you guys for having me on. Thank you. Yeah. Zach. Thank you, thank Zach. You for we'll always enjoy. I'm glad Zach we on.
3: finally did it. I'm so happy we did it so uh yeah so we'll see you guys next time bye